says in first corinthians in a race everybody runs but only one wins first prize so run your race in such a way as to win great leadership belief accountability heart genuine love and appreciation for one another with great chemistry i believe it was george washington carver who said when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way you will command the attention of the world. It's not the big things, it's the little things. We're gonna do the common things in an uncommon way, and when we do that, we will command the attention of the world. Life is truly about how we live between the moments. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about how we live between the moment. It's just doing the little things in a great way. It's the daily focus and purpose and commitment and attitude that you choose to embrace every single day between those moments. That's what we're all going to be defined by. To take those core values, take them with you. Continue to do the common things in your life in an uncommon way. Continue to be all in. Continue to apply best as the standard in everything you do. Be a person of excellence in everything you do as a worker, as a husband, as a father, everything that you choose to do, put your heart into it. When you put your heart into something, you can make up that little extra, that little extra, because you go a little bit above and beyond. So my prayer is that you guys will take this with you. And most of all, that you keep that windshield mentality, because no matter what's behind us, good or bad in the rearview mirror, it's always about what's next, and the best truly is yet to come. Thunder, feel the thunder. Eight minutes past the hour, it is the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for tuning in. Kickoff hours live, and we appreciate you tuning in. As always, we have intern... Boom Boom Bazooka here on the phones. It is her last day today officially. She will get her degree in common sense and fly away uh, back to school to make a difference. She attends Auburn, and um, hopefully her degree in common sense will help the school out and all of her friends, and she'll just make a difference. (laughs) And so anyway, today we celebrate her last day. We welcome all of you that are Planning to come to the Golden Ticket Seats today. Drive safely. Big boys out in the breezeway ready to welcome you. So uh, go by, say hey, take a picture, uh, and enjoy your time here at the Rick and Bubba Studio. Eddie Van Adler, he's got TV rolling. And to my right, it's Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Good. Fired up? (laughs) Yeah. Firing it up, ready to go. Got a few questions for y'all today at some point. Okay. Just got right. my little pen, oh, paper, and putting it down. Watch out. He's got his, he's got his little pen The Olympics paper. have got me stirred a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so I've been kind of going back and forth. Uh, you know how they got all these streaming apps? My gracious alive. You got Paramount Plus. You got Netflix. You got Hulu. Got a lot. You got Amazon Prime. You got, yeah. uh, I mean, the list goes you on. You got to manage them appropriately. Otherwise, you'll have a big bill and not know where it's coming from. I mean, from. you know, you're going to have a bill about the size of a cable Greg, or side. Greg, I heard bill. you say you, you need to go and yeah, I gotta go manage and weed a little few bit. Out. Yeah, yeah, well, this well, this the latest one, Peacock. It's hard to do. Peacock, yeah. okay. Yeah. And it's got Dr. Death and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And 
And, I, and I've heard friends go, well, I'm going to tell you what, it's also got this and it's got that and it's got Yellowstone yeah. and blah, blah, blah and all this. Uh, where are y'all on that? Are you, have y'all both done the trial and, and after a certain amount of episodes, they go, okay, this is what it's going to cost. Yeah, where are y'all like on Peacock? I did. Uh, I went ahead and did a – I didn't even do a trial. I just did the four ninety nine, maybe. Okay. I don't know if I'm stepping out on that price. For one month, and I figure I'll cancel it between now and then. And I'm kind of waiting on the Olympics. I know the uh, – I think the Olympic coverage is mm-hmm. free – on there, but there's a bunch of documentaries too about the Olympics. So I'm kind of letting that play out. And then I'll, there's nothing else really I want to watch anymore. I heard, I heard somebody say that, um, WWE is on this too. It is. is yeah. it? Matter of fact, it is actually one of you the, the, the events. You know how at the top of the subjects where it goes like TV shows, yeah, movies, sure. WWE, okay. Olympics. I mean, it is up there. It's pretty yeah. prominent. All right. Yeah. Because I want to see Dr. Death. Uh, I have not. I've, I it's worth to, the watch. I listened to the podcast, yeah. and uh, I didn't know they had season two of a podcast till yesterday on another. Hey, day. that's a bad yeah, story. They, yeah, Good I night. think that's about cancer patients and people. Were, he was he was pretending he they, was pretending they had cancer and giving them cancer treatments. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's tough. There. Yeah. Hey, people nowadays. Good yeah. night alive. Um. Okay. Well, good. Well, well, maybe you can help me. I, I, I have a number of them, <laughs> and we kind of use them. Uh, you know the the whole. Uh, HBO Max thing is is part of being uh, you know an AT and T customer, and you have that. Then you have Netflix, which uh, really started because the boys are all spread out, going to school at different places, and you know they don't they they all cut the cord. They don't have cable or satellite at, at college. They just stream stuff, so yeah. they depend on p- things like net Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff like that. So they, there's your basics. But then when you branch out to Paramount Plus, <clears throat> which is the former uh, CBS All Access, and it's got a, a slew of stuff. And I love it's got the Smithsonian Channel because I'll land there if you don't watch me. And then, um, but this latest one, the Peacock Channel uh, or app, that, that's been stirring around. So, yeah, I, I, And I haven't done the Discovery Plus here, yet. Here's my list here, it's currently. It's really not good. Okay. I don't know. By the way, found another <laughs> show yesterday that I, that I, I like, uh, and I found it accidentally. So HBO Max uh, that you're talking about, I get that because I have some tie with that in AT and T. Because That's what of I was my, just mentioning, yeah. But because I've got my phones and my, my cell phone, okay, yeah. it's all that that I get yeah. that free, so I could cross that off my list. Right, I'm doing a little inventory right here. Yeah, <laughs> Netflix I have and pay for kids like well, it, but you can't. I know, but you can't. That can come and go. But I, I'll tell you something in a minute. Apple Plus, I've got it right yeah. now. Because oh, I forgot about se- that. One. There's several different <clears throat> um, shows that are really good that mm-hmm. that I've just been watching. I found another one yesterday um peacock that will go probably by the end of the week amazon prime mm-hmm. is there um i had a, i had the girls ask me yesterday for some or two days ago caroline i don't know where this has come from can we swap out hulu for netflix so they're using it as negotiating powers right i now. got hulu yeah so I heard, i've heard you talk about hulu a lot <clears throat> so i don't know i, I take a sip i don't Net, to me, Netflix is late. Well, I mean, I think they need to get on. They need to start pumping out some original content. I feel like they're not doing as much as they used to. Maybe it's just me. Hmm. Um, but I, I hadn't. I hadn't. I seen, see a lot of new stuff. I just don't. Some yeah. of it doesn't interest me. Yeah, me too. So Netflix <clears throat> may end up going. Um, I think Apple Plus, my new favorite lately. Yeah, because yeah. I found some things on there that's pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, pretty good. Well, I, uh, I just I needed help on the the whole peacock thing because now that seems to be what everybody's talking about, and a lot Doctor Death has to do a lot with that. I would watch um, it, and then I, 
I know how you are. Just watch everything and cancel it. I know how well, you do. But, uh, and I don't, but I don't know. Like the WWE thing doesn't interest me. The Olympic thing really won't until you know. I mean, mm-hmm. when it's over, it'll be done. Yeah. There was a couple of shows on there that that I've watched the first couple episodes, and I thought, okay, this has kind of got my attention. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it's enough to keep it in the rotation, right? Because once you start adding everything up, to y'all's point, yeah. You start adding up now. You're at you know thirty thirty five dollars. You're like, well, heck, why do I have? Well, the problem <laughs> is people why forget they have this stuff. Yeah. It's, not, it's like a gym oh, membership. Oh, yeah. They treat it like that. Mm-hmm. They it's they like, oh, sign up and then here. they never go work out. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. All right, so y'all have helped a little bit. I, I think is there I, another one out there that we're missing? Like that we need to be that well, has I, like awesome originals I, that we like Discovery Plus. They say I don't have it, but but that's pretty hot. They say that that's that's good. <laughs> And then the Peacock channel, or I say channel, app, excuse me. Uh, but other than that, everything is just, you know, that we, we know. Does Hulu I mean, put out a bunch of original stuff? Yeah. That I've, never, I've never jumped into Hulu, but um, I know it's got a lot of original programming. It does. And, and then you can also watch, like, if there's anything on network TV, a lot of them, like, if you missed it, you can watch it on there. Okay. Stuff hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's pretty good. Mate, last time we brought up Discovery Plus, everybody was like, yes, get it, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I got to do an inventory on all of that. I probably got stuff I don't even know I yeah. got. <laughs> I got. I tried. You'll laugh at this, Vidi. So Terry would want that just for the fixer upper thing, just so she can watch it and binge it. Yeah, constantly. The the so Amazon uh, the Amazon Music deal. Mm-hmm. So we we have done that in the past, and I just assumed nobody was listening to it. Because I will listen to it every once in a while, but I was like, oh, that's ten bucks. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cancel it. Whatever. And so it wasn't hours after I'd canceled it. Amanda's like, hey, something's wrong with our Amazon music deal. Did you change something? And I'm like, Mm. crap, I didn't know you were all in on this deal. Good night alive. At least she's using it. So I reactivated it real quick and acted like nothing ever happened. There must have been a glitch. I was like, I don't know. Hey, refresh. refresh. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, refresh that. (laughs) Refresh and try again, honey. All right, well, y'all have helped me a little bit. I know you probably don't think you have, and it might be. That we've helped some others out there as well because there's a lot out and available. you got to figure out what you want, what you don't want. But to y'all's point, I sign up for stuff, forget I have it. Yeah. Which is not good. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour it is the rick and bubba show uh we were just kind of sitting around shooting a bull uh here the last segment talking about streamers I, we did forget a couple i have espn plus and then greg i know you got disney plus for the grandkids oh yeah <laughs> That's, you gotta have that yeah. so really if you start adding adding things up it can get out of hand if you don't uh, yeah, 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 if you don't why. watch it i yeah. cancel and subscribe all the time well i don't know because if that. i didn't i've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of these. I've really? never had Hulu, but I've had seven okay. of the. <laughs> Good night, alive. Yeah. At one point, you know, just you gotta you gotta manage it appropriately. Did um did you guys see any of the Olympics I yesterday? Did. 
No. Gave it, gave it a good bit. It. Did you miss it all? Yeah, I, I mean, I would like to have seen it. I don't know why I didn't see right. it. Right. Watched a lot of swimming and uh, watched the men's gymnastics. They didn't do very well. Mm. Um, I think they finished I, last, didn't but they? But they and finished team. fifth in team, and I guess there were only five teams that yeah. made it to that round. So, yeah, dead that's, last. That's it last. Um, I, I can't – and Amanda and I – she gets frustrated with me watching gymnastics because, and, and hear me, gymnastics people, okay, I think you're great athletes. Let's get that off the table. Oh, yeah. okay? What are you about to say? Um, but any time there's judges involved, mm. I can't stand it because there's that human error. And I know there's a point system, and these deductions are black and white, mm-hmm. but I can't see that. And the announcers don't tell me. I hear he can get a – uh, that's a point three uh, deduction based off him stepping out. Oh, there was two feet I know, out. I know. I can't. I know. And, and I'm just. I can't. I look. I like it when there's a clear winner and there's a clear loser. That's yeah. that's. If what, they don't completely fall down, I, and, you know. And I get. I'm ignorant. Oh yeah. To that. Okay. I, I I'm, agree I'm, with I'm, I'm completely. Just but, like the diving. But I, I mean, know, the diving. That's another one. Every goodness, one of them look good. Yeah. Me. I mean, <laughs> to me, if they don't do a you know a belly buster, they're okay. Right, yeah. You know, oh, oh, they, their feet came over too far. I'm like, what? Yeah. I know. I and guess I that's get, why I'm not a judge. I get the credentialing for the judges is mm-hmm. off the charts. Oh, get yeah. all that. They see things we don't. So so you've got gymnastics, his toes. diving, <laughs> Greg, great one, and then when when the Winter Olympics, ice skating. Like, yeah. I don't. I, none of this I, makes sense to me. So. I don't really like that. The judges um, score and they have when to wait somebody on. is <laughs> yeah. when somebody but, is uh, doing the four hundred meter freestyle. I know who wins. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no. I know first, second, third, and I do it because they just beat the others. Exactly. Period. Yeah. And that's what I love about the Olympics. And so when we get into watching gymnastics, I get frustrated because I'm like that guy. Just like last night, Japan looked like they owned it and should have won it. To me. And the announcers were even talking about how tough it's going to be. And then you got the Russian Olympic Committee comes in there and does this floor exercise. And the guy, he looks like he's off. He's not even doing what looks to be good. Evidently, it's awesome. And they win it. And I'm like, I don't get this. I'll tell you, last night, um, I didn't get to see a ton of it. Uh, I was actually watching the Braves and the Mets. And, and was they dialed, had a little doubleheader. Yeah, was dialed into that. And for guys, like, oh, let me, let me, let me flip it over here. Saw the guys uh, in gymnastics. I'm like, well, that, that looks good. And then um, they went to swimming. Uh, and this, this uh, is That's it Lyd- Lydia, uh, Lydia Jacoby, Jacoby uh, or whatever, Lydia Jacoby from Alaska. Her name, yeah. Um, Teenager. Yeah. Her, her, her high school. Watching her swim and she wins the gold, yeah, and and shocks everybody. Not a lot of swimmers come no. out of a lot. And, no. and 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 watching their celebration because they had a viewing party. Her parents are there, of course. All right, do you know who does? Who does? Is it? Um, is it progressive? Where the guy is talking about all the old people and 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 like. Uh, you know, is it is the comedian? Alan, he's up there, and he's like, "Okay, did they ask for your help? No, he yeah. didn't. Uh, okay, uh, back away, back away. Yeah. Uh, hey, he doesn't need your help. What yeah, do you yeah, do? yeah. All right, do you know the one where they they uh it, he wraps up? Is is it progressive? Is that who does Geico. that? Geico, Geico, Geico. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and the the guy's holding up the uh, the iPad to video yes. at the very end. Yes. All right, well, that's what her mom was doing to the point where the the announcer said. Hey mom, we're recording this. You, we can't see your face. She was, she had it up like oh this, and, she, gosh, and we, you couldn't so even funny. see her at the viewing party. But Lydia wins <laughs> the gold, and uh, Rowdy Gaines was screaming. Of course, I can't believe this because of 
of her training facilities in Alaska. Yeah. They're like, she doesn't even have what she needs. Well, she doesn't have a full-size pool to train and, in. And she, wow. she, and she upset wins. Lily King, too, yeah. which she's supposed to be the the, the big time. Yeah. She's that, she, she hadn't yeah. lost many. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. And the South African, I think, uh, came in second. But anyway, that was a that was a pretty cool moment. That's about all I saw last night. Yeah. Uh, but I understand you got other things going on today, um, like uh, women's gymnastics, and I think the softball team is going for a goal. Uh, so there's other things happening, but just didn't get to see a ton of it. Uh, and I forget that you know, like USA Network and all this kind of stuff, had got other other things happening. Yeah. Um, a lot of water water polo going on, but apparently we also own it uh, with surfing too. Uh, we, you know, they've got this tropical system that's coming in, and they're saying that it's just stirring up all this weather, and the waves are big and all this kind of stuff. But the so we meddled in. I in think surfing we won the goal. Too. Yeah, that's big. All right, so I got a question, y'all, in regards judges, to the Olympics. Judges judge that too. Mm, sorry, did they really? Yeah, yeah that's they how did. They score. All right, so if you had if you had today mm-hmm. to go out yeah. and take sw- you you have a choice. Okay. okay? You can either take swimming lessons from from Jacoby and Katie Ledecky and Caleb Tressel and all these guys that Sean Murphy. What am I doing with swimming? Like, they're going gonna... to teach you all the different, you okay. know, like the breaststroke and uh, backstroke and uh, right. the uh, freestyle. Because none of us, none of us swim freestyle like we're supposed to. We no, think we I are. No, we no. think we're owning it, Mm-mm. but uh-huh. we're, we're we don't. I yeah. can't keep my face in the water that long. No. So you you either have enough. a swimming lesson with them. Okay. You either have a gymnastics lesson. Huh? You don't have to do it with the dudes that sucked last night. You can do it with like Simone Biles and that bunch that owns it. Mm-hmm. Or track and field lesson. So you get two hours a day, a free lesson. I mean, do I have speed and stuff? We're tracking. No, field? no, we're uh, we're us. Like we're us okay. in our current form. Okay, but we we get to go out today. I think and, I, and they show us the proper ways of doing these I'm things. I'm swimming because I'm too. swimming. I'm swimming for I sure. I am too. Next time I get in the pool, I'm owning it. I'm I, not huh? racing anybody. I mean, because what am you I going to do? Running. You yeah. know what am I? Yeah, right. What am I going to do? Jog and look don't like think I I'm going to do well on the bars of the balance beam either. No, can't so, see myself doing that. I'm picking speedy on the balance beam. Are you really? And <laughs> hey, I will tell you this: it's pretty darn impressive uh, them on the balance beam. Oh, it, I, I I couldn't even walk across it. Yeah. Ne- it, next time you're on the curb, well, try to walk the curb and then like do a flip and yeah, right back. I don't know who it, right back on. It. I don't know who it was. They <laughs> and said then, and they teetered just a little bit. Oh, she blew it. You're oh like, my what? god, what's she doing? They said what she you need well to do to what, get a perspective <laughs> to get a perspective on the balance beam. Take your cell phone and set it down. Yeah, that's the that's the size. Oh, yeah. of the I don't know how they do that. That's unreal to me. That's crazy. So we're all in the pool today with Katie Ledecky and Sean Murphy yep. and Caleb yeah. Tress. And we are owning it. And we got them shower caps on. Yes, we do. Yeah, and goggles. I think they wear those too tight too. They, they make the. Have y'all yeah. seen that? The I just realized scars. I don't swim enough as an adult. I haven't swam. I, I don't. I can't remember. I remember the last time I was well, in the pool today. Well, no, I, I really have. This is dream up. Hems. It's not really happening. I don't swim. Rick and Bubba. It's kind of hard to talk right now. 25 minutes until top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us 30 minutes from now for the main show. Right now we have intern Boom Boom Bazooka. She is flying solo on the phone. She's your intern for the kickoff hour. And the remaining uh, part of the show, Picking and Cheering, will join her uh, for the main show. Uh, and it's, uh, by the way, Boom Boom Bazooka's last day. So uh, she gets her degree in common sense and flies away back to Auburn. 
to make a difference uh, and hopefully spread common sense throughout the campus. Uh, that's the goal here at Rick and Bubba University. Eddie Van Adler, he's got YouTube Live, and we thank him so much. Also, uh, the Good Time Gang, everybody is here. I'm Speedy, there's Greg and Helmsy. So we've been talking about a number of different th- things, <laughs> streaming options, the Olympics, uh, all kinds of stuff. And as we went to break, you said what now? One more question. Oh, oh okay. All right. Is so, this stuff that you've been writing down? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> um, if you had to coach an event – Mm-hmm. or a sport in the Olympics that you have no experience in, which one would you choose? And I'm basing this off of, and I don't recommend it, okay? The Brits really like the F word. So I, if, you, if that offends you, I would not watch it. But this, is based, this question is based off Ted Lasso, who was an American football coach hmm. that – this is not a true story. This is that Michael Sudeikis deal. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Um, okay where he goes to the U.K. and coaches soccer, and he's never coached soccer before. So my question to you is, what sport would you Ted Lasso? Would you, in the Olympics, you don't have any experience. All you've done is coach all your life, but you have to choose a sport that you know nothing about, like he did. He didn't really choose it like that. but And we got to really own it? Yeah, yeah, you got to make a difference. Can you make a difference? And see, I I, don't there's a lot there. Um, what intrigues you so much that you think, you know what, I know nothing about it, but I think I can make a difference and win us a few gold medals. Greg, I'm going to help you out a little bit because uh, I had to sit here and look of what's all there. you got badminton, baseball, basketball, uh, beach volleyball, boxing, uh, canoeing, uh, cycling, diving, equestrian, fencing, field hockey and, and keep gymna- in mind gymnastics you're the coach so you've got media stuff you've got to do you've got to be at practice you've got to coordinate shot practices put. you know mm. those type things handball judo i'm teaching shot put rowing <laughs> okay shot put yeah, interesting all right because i want to do this turn it a circle all right see um, how they spin and then they go ah scream and sling it i'm gonna i'm gonna like <laughs> i want to be around that i like that I'm going to be like this phenomenal badminton coach, and I'm going to make it like a big deal, and people are going to love it, and and they're, they don't, I'm not sure why they love it so much, but that's okay. what I'm going to do. Right. And we're going to be like on the cover of, and we're going to be on billboards holding a. And I'm also going, I'm also going to help with the javelin. Okay, just help. Yeah. So you're, you want to be see, the, the track and see, field? See, I, I was going but completely. See, you, I mean, track and field's I, a big you, deal. You kinda, I was going I know, way but off. He, but you know, you know a little bit about yeah. that shot put. You think I know anything well, about that? You, no, I know hey, nothing about. You knew any exactly of. how they screamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've seen it. But no, well, I'm not talking saying. about the running. I'm doing shot put, and I might help with the javelin. <laughs> that's some things that are foreign to me, right? And I'm going to impress uh, Adler, Look, and I'm going to be a judo coach. Speaking of that. Look up there on TV. Hey, hey speaking of judo, did I see something like day before yesterday where there were there were uh, athletes that just didn't show up to? Uh, oh, uh, I don't know for some match against uh, one of the Israeli athletes. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah. I forget who it was. They were boycotting it or something. Yeah. Wow. I saw the headline. Didn't what if you've worked? What if you've worked and you've trained and then all of a sudden you just don't show up? Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of take the you, loss. You know. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, did I did the uh, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot I, of waste of time. So, I just I, I can't get away from this pool thing. I mean, I, I think I'm gonna be the swimming coach. Okay, all right. You like that? Yeah. I mean, I, and I know nothing about it. Are you gonna act like the Australian? Because I'm not a good swimmer. So you gonna act like the Australian coach? 
there will be times <laughs> if I can get it turn if I can get it together. Guys, yes, they they did a little piece on it before the race, and he was calm the, last night. By the way, when he was just coaching her at, when she's yeah. training, oh my goodness, he is over the top. What you saw that by the way, yeah. he acted on the victory, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's a funny guy. She won another preliminary last night, and uh, he was calm about it. He right. was, you know, <laughs> good night, love. He uh. I want she to seems to be she seems to be like the walking dog, and it's he's pretty, acting yeah. as if it's the first time she's won a race. It's really think, weird. Yeah, the but I like his emotion. I love that. I, I want him to be acting like that tonight. But I yeah. want you to have his hair too. You know his hairdo. Yeah, if you're gonna do that. Yeah, sure. Speaking of hairdos, Adler, what would you coach? You know nothing about the sport, but you think you can make a difference. And I wanna, I wanna go coach this particular Olympic sport. Well, if I have to know, if I have to know nothing about the sport, I guess I would have to do something outside of judo. I know a tiny, just a couple judo tosses, so I mm-hmm. do know a tiny, yeah. tiny bit. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know jack, but you know. Right. Uh, but maybe uh, I know how to swim. Um, I'd never, say you as a great rowing coach. Oh, I know how to row a boat. I've been in a lot of right. boats. Before. You've been in rowed a lot of boats. I've rowed a lot of boats. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Row the boat. frog gigging when Down I was, the stream. when I would go frog gigging back oh, in the yeah. day with my brother, which was very horrific. I can't I believe we did gigging. that, but we did it a lot. Oh, I did too. Didn't see hey, you as a frog gigger. I didn't either. And then I, ate the frog legs, and oh, I don't yeah. think that really? water was clean. I don't think that did was you, clean. Did y'all cut them the minute you uh, gigged them? Did I go ahead and cut the legs and throw the top out, and you come back around and still sitting there? Uh, I mean, if you fried them, it's not a big deal. We we fried them, but we were kids, so I don't know how good yeah, at frying fry. we were. Right. Um, I was reading about the uh, judo athletes dropping out. Yeah, and it's because uh, evidently you've got Algeria and Sudan dropping okay. out because I guess evidently they don't officially recognize Israel as a you yeah. know a so country, they, and they don't want to wrestle. Right. They want to wrestle them. Wow. It's you know it's yeah. t- that's a tough draw for you then if you've been training. Well, I tell you what, hey, we'll go home then. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be like that. Get out, pack it, gone. Yeah. So, See you later, buddy. All right, so that's why they did it. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, evidently that happens w- quite a bit with Israel. People don't want to fight them, especially from huh. that region. They say they're acknowledging them as a country if they choose to. And I think it's even like a racist thing. Like, I don't want to yeah. touch you. I don't oh, want to be close okay. to you. That kind wow. of un- oh, wow. almost Good unclean night. kind yeah. of thing. Um, but evidently the Israeli, I think it's a judicon, a person that does judo is a judicon. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was ranked like within the top 10, and these other people that dropped out were in like the 400s. So they were going to get okay. They were probably going to get that. beat anyway. That's the thing. It right. ain't like I had a chance to win a gold medal. And I'm right. so, oh, I don't, don't want to wrestle him because uh, yeah. you know, he's unclean. <laughs> yeah. right. I would have won. Right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'm ranked 320. <laughs> you but. go back and tell everybody that. You skate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, skate. dropping out. Can't be I, mm-hmm. I guess dropping out is is better than being beat by somebody who's quote unquote inferior to you. Right. Whatever. So anyway. there you go. Anyways, <laughs> so there you go. There's your update. Looks like the Olympics <laughs> didn't solve racism. We thought it would, but it didn't. Darn it. <laughs> it's hard to believe too that a lot of this stuff that we're watching. And I know it's the world game, so it's different. But do you realize next year we're going to have all this, here. a lot of it, right yeah. here? Yeah. That's People from cool. all over yeah. the planet. Judo, judo right being one of them. Yes. I meant to bring this up. <clears throat> have you seen the highlights of the wall climber? How fast they go up the wall? It looks Adler, fake. It looks like they're it running. Like it does. They're bear crawling. It looks like Spider-Man. No, you remember, bear crawling. Do you yes. remember it's amazing. Uh, uh, Men in Black, the the first one. Yes. When he's at the beginning, he's chasing that guy, and he goes up the side of the building. Yes, That's exactly he does. what it looks like. Yeah. I remember that shot, by the way. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen this and you don't know what we're talking about, it's the rock 
uh, rock wall climbing is tough to say. Uh, and normally you see people like, okay, they're there, they're hanging, they're swinging, and they try to throw a leg up. This guy was literally running like he's running up the steps. He just ran up the wall. He looked like the loggers when they yeah. run up the tree and, and race up there and back. Yes, it does. It's crazy. Like if you took you and I looked at each other like that can't be real. I know it was on TV. I looked <laughs> at him. Amazing. Did they speed the film up? <laughs> I think they slowed it down. <laughs> if you put it sideways, like uh-huh. laid it down flat, I would go up it probably the same speed that the guy's yeah, going yeah. straight Correct. up the wall. Right. It's Digging. unbelievable. Evidently, those uh, those like. Like markers or whatever, or the, the, they're made the, for the yeah. They're not spread out. Like. Yeah, the hand pieces are in the same place every time, so you just get used to running that same route, okay. grabbing that same one, okay, over and over and over again, so you Which can is nail it. Better to watch. I get it's more skilled, maybe different skill when you got to reach out and hang with your big toe and all that. Right. But if right. it's a spectator sport, that running up the wall is much mm-hmm. better. And I'm with you, man. The, the if, if if I have to choose between an absolute just rule based sport where mm-hmm. you know we touch the finish line at a certain time, I win versus the judges. Oh, yeah, that's the tough. judging thing. I'm like, okay, well we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what they thought. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank like, like you. We we're talking about surfing, especially unless they fall. How do you know? Who's well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand you're an expert in what you're judging, so they obviously see things we don't. But still, it makes me kind of like, eh. It's a little bit I'm of an sure. athlete's hand to a. It a is. Point. It, it is. Right. It's judgment. Uh, so that's why they're judges. But uh, it's just I'm you just like don't you, know. If there's a definitive ending, I win or lose by who's much first. Better. Like that or much who better. Gives up or yeah, whatever. Right. So much better than versus the. Well, we thought that their toe was pointed a little bit better than the other person's toe was right. pointed. See, boxing's different because if it goes to a decision, you're counting punches. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be a little, but you know what I'm saying? You can actually count the punch as a judge. Y'all know what I got locked in yesterday with? Uh, synchronized diving. I saw that. And you know, I, that's and I had, very I had, skillful, but it's just weird. I had to question myself why I was watching, but I got dialed in on uh, like them trying to stay together all the way down, and I would think, to y'all's point, man, that's awesome. And they'd be like, boy, I tell you what, they messed up here and here and oh, here. Their I'm feet like, came apart. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? That looked great. Uh, did you watch the, did you see the Great Britain guys beat China? I didn't see that, no. I did. <laughs> w- wish I hadn't seen the celebration between the two. Di- oh, they got, no. You know, yeah, they... Can you describe? Well, they jumped. What are we doing? They kind if you're of wearing one, those, uh, they were wearing their clothes. You don't. You and don't they hug ju- a dude. one guy jumped up on the other dude. Oh, wrapped his, yeah, his legs around him. Wrapped his legs around him. While they're wearing them speedos. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's awesome. that's I was like, all right, well, that ruined that sport for me. <laughs> right. I just said, hang on, let me get my pants on, and then we'll celebrate. <laughs> yeah. um, well, they take they take their warm up pants right, off. Right, right, just the way you said that. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, I bet. I was like. I'm I'm not sure if I'm a fan of this sport. You know, nothing personal. We got our speedo on, our our body's been shaved, and we're hugging. <laughs> I mean, really, really hugging. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes till top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Times have changed and times are strange. Here I come, but I ain't the same. Mama, I'm coming home. This portion of the show brought to you by LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. If you uh, maybe run or own a small business uh, and you want to find the right person for your business, uh, but you're not really sure how to find them, let me suggest LinkedIn Jobs. They have made it easier than ever for you to find and hire the best candidates for what you need. 
and as a, an audience member here at Rick and Bubba, uh, it is free. So take advantage of this special opportunity and get started by posting your job for free to reach their vast and diverse network of 740 million professionals. Uh, just fill out a, a targeted screening questions uh, to get your uh, role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation that you are looking for. And then uh, you can use uh, simple tools to filter and prioritize the top candidates uh, that you'd like to interview. Uh, LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role, and you have nothing to lose and everything to gain as your first job posting is free. So check them out right now at linkedin.com slash Bubba and post for free your first job posting as a viewer of this show and listener of this show. You can always find uh, the link as well at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. So that's free. Your job first job posting is free. Help find that right person for what you need. All right, uh, it's about seven minutes until top of the hour. It, the Rick and Bubba Show uh, kickoff hour is live. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour break. You know, I hadn't done this in a long time, but I like to play you guys something. Yeah. And just see if y'all know what know know what like what I'm playing. What what's the story? You don't tell us what it is. No. You just give us the audio. How about that? Yeah. You just uh, is that what you used to call it? Yeah, what do you think yeah, of that or yeah, something? Well, yeah, what do you think of that? Yeah. How about that? How about that? Yeah, but that that sometimes just like hey, it's some audio. It sounds like <laughs> what y'all think about that? You know? Yeah. Uh, this is I like that. yeah. But I'd like a little for bit of underwater man. Just right, a little yeah. Bit. Just a little. Um, I'd like for y'all to tell me what this guy what what this guy does. Anything you want, do it. Don't listen to anybody. You chasing your dream. My goal is raise money not just for homeless people. Raise money for Coast Guard. Raise money for police department. Jesus. What do y'all think? Wow, he's raising money well, yeah, for homeless. Right, right. So he well, what is does he, he do? Doing? He's doing. Some, is he walking across some country or something? I think he's a motivational speaker for the homeless. Okay. I wish, Speedy. I wish that that you that was your voice. Really? <laughs> You'd get tired of that, though. Yeah, I would. Um, I wouldn't want to be around him a lot. <laughs> uh, well, he's trying to motivate you, but now you tell me, I, tell me what he's doing. He's raising money, okay, for the homeless. Well, that's that was in there. Got it. Okay. But what's he doing to raise money? Okay, he's uh, he's uh, swimming. Mm. Across a large body of water. Oh, it's close. Anything you want, do it. Don't listen to anybody. Something about doing it. and I believe he's coming from south of the border. People don't listen. Right. Here here he is a little bit more. There I am doing it. (laughs) There all my buddies are. They're doing it too. We're all doing it together. Uh, We had this story yesterday. Never got to it. This is the Florida man that attempted and failed for the third time to run across the ocean in a little hamster wheel. Oh, no. Wait wait a minute. So now how – how was he helping the floating all hamster wheel? But how's he going? I, I saw that. Yeah, washed back up on shore. Oh, yeah. You remember? But what, how was he going to help all these people? Just bring awareness? By, yeah. I mean, he wasn't raising money, right? I mean, like I get yeah, in I this think wheel, he was. and if I get there, well, he ain't going to get enough his money because he didn't. He, make he it. says that he is. He was trying to run uh, on the water inside the little hamster bubble uh, for charity, and he washed up on the Florida beach. <laughs> he couldn't even. He couldn't even. How far did he get? Look. <laughs> first of all, I think somebody is this the same guy that's tried it before. Oh yeah, yeah. Because this was the third time. Never, okay, yeah, I didn't hear that. Back point. in 2014, but I think he had to be rescued. By That's the, the one way. we reported huh. on it. Yeah, remember they had so, to go out there and get him. He was out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that was 14. In 2016, uh, he had to be rescued again, uh, right well, off of the coast know. of Jupiter. Here's what I want to know: <clears throat> What makes him think? Does he go? Okay, now I'm doing it this way this time. This time I'll make it, buddy. It's not going to work. Your <laughs> hamster wheel doesn't work. <laughs> 
You can't go so, from right, right. <clears throat> even well, though you're trying to help everyone, which it's just throw the goat. It's it's. I mean, you can't rest if you're fighting against current and waves. <laughs> I and, mean, how about you know, running in a hamster wheel on water is right, tough enough. Right. If it was a motorized hamster wheel of some kind, you can't that, anchor down. Yeah, and I mean, save your place. And you know, by now, his buddies when he starts, they go, Greg, oh, they'll be rescuing him out of the there water. He is. Here in a right. week. There you know? he is. He says, "I'll never give up my dream." That's his dream. I'd mm. say let's dream bigger. Let me just say this. My dreams will never involve a giant hamster wheel. No. Never. Mm-hmm. That's not my dream. Sorry. Uh, so the uh, there there was a county sheriff uh, office Throw there in Florida that said that a vessel had washed up ashore Saturday morning, and it turned out to be I want to see uh, him in the, there the digging, man. trying to overcome the current. He's <laughs> digging. <laughs> how far did he get? Not very far. Uh, it doesn't say how far he got. It just didn't say. What about when it you just wash said he failed again. When you wash it, that's better than, at least they didn't have to spend all the money to go rescue him. Right. Yeah, I wonder if he had to pay him back for all that. When the Coast Guard and all them had to come get him. You know, I don't know. I don't your know. Dream. My goal is raise money, not just for homeless people, raise money for Coast Guard, raise money for police wow. department. He's a survivalist. He can survive anywhere for days, weeks. He's got everything he needs to keep him safe. But he washed up How on about shore. just go get a job and, and help that way? Yeah, you can yeah. make money that way. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, mean, I don't want to complicate it, but you heard I'm him. just trying to think. Yeah, you know, right. that you heard would him. Be... I'm going to help the Coast Guard. You know why? Because he's probably got a giant bill that he yeah. owes them from yeah. the two rescues before. Have you ever done anything to raise money for awareness or charity? I can anything? remember when I was a kid. For some reason, my mother was always she would give us this envelope. And we had to go to the neighbor's house and collect money for the Heart Foundation. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, but I'm I don't know why. T- yeah, I'm talking about like um. I, I remember growing up. It was what they call rockathons. You had oh, to sit there and rock yeah, all night or, or at jump church. rope. Yeah. How about walking to your neighbor's house or the neighborhood on a day you don't want to be doing it? I used to dread that. I bet you, you, I can't imagine. Hey, you won't. I mean, I can't imagine. Did, were, were you sweet when you knocked on the door? Or were no. You, no? No. I don't remember. I had a bad attitude. I, I'm sure you did. We would make jokes. All of us, let's just be on record. All of us, honestly, if we're just honest, we don't mind writing the check to help. We just don't want to do any of that well, stuff. Well, I'm very, you know me, I got I secondhand, so it's That's tough me. for me to ask I'm, people stuff because I, I know how they really worse. feel. I, I know. I hate to go up to yeah. people, hey, would you like to donate to the Helmsy Fund? It's, it's tough. It's tough. I know. And and then you have those neighbors that's like, no, I want to help. And, whatever, and I'm wondering, do you really mean it? You're being yeah. sweet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because we've bought stuff for our neighbors, uh, yeah. from our neighbors that have Kids playing ball or whatever, you know, we want to support them. But. I've actually bought Boston butts and didn't want to fool with it. And said, just don't bring me the butt. Here's the money. Just mm-hmm. I'm donating money. I, just, I don't yeah. want to keep up with the Boston butt. Right. Well, there you go. I've done that? that. The track I'm on right now, I'm having a hard time supporting my own family. Yeah. The way they spend money. Right, right. I want to set a fund up. Maybe you need to get a hamster wheel and try to get out there and get some donations. Yeah. <laughs> Neely Henry and the hamster wheel. Here <laughs> that we come. Might work. That might work. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as the number. We're fired up and ready to chat with you again on another edition of the Rick and Bubba show. This hour we start with the national anthem.
Sure, let's go. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show uh, where Seinfeld was a show about nothing. You have captured a show about anything. And we'll show you that again today as we unpack um, a variety of topics today. And we look forward to you participating in that as well. If you're someone that gets burned out on things quickly, this is your show. Uh, We don't spend too terribly long on any one thing uh, because we get bored with it and move to something else. Uh, We we, we all would loathe the thought that we had to come to work every day and talk about the same exact topic. Uh, So we'll divide it up and go with it. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. We say goodbye to Boom Boom Bazooka today. She graduates from Rick and Bubba University uh, with her uh, degree in common sense. We'll do her exit interview today. Picking and cheering, still hanging out, and seems to be uncertain when she's leaving. Uh, We tried to ask her today, and it seemed kind of a brawl at some point. Uh, So uh, across the way, look there, uh, there he is, uh, the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey. Hey, Mama. How about it, Rick Burgess? What's up? Now, when he was a young man, he never thought he'd see people stand in line to see the boy King. How'd you get so funky? Did you do the monkey? Born in Arizona. Move to Babylonia, King Tut. Everybody say it. Now, if I'd known that line up just to see him, I'd take all my money and bought me a museum, King Tut. Buried with a donkey. Everybody say He's my favorite honky. Born in Arizona, move to Babylonia, King Tut. Email from uh, was it a text or an email? From somebody, a buddy of mine says, My son is and I are screaming in the car listening to Bubba's butt. <laughs> 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 we're, we're laughing hysterically. Bubba's butt. <laughs> That's a dandy. That's we a tried dandy. to recreate it with Bubba's boat, but you ain't gonna beat Bubba's boat. No, not at all. <laughs> what what is this line that he says born in Arizona? And, and Rick, I mean, you know, the what? first time I saw it was him singing it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, with, and it appeared it had no meaning whatsoever. Right. Yeah. It, it looked like they were just absolutely goofing on. Right. And the, then it became a hit. Mm. So, I mean, it was a big hit. What did it go to? Oh, uh, it was I huge. Mean, it's top five. It was huge. Probably. I had, we Casey's had it on record. Yeah, we, we, we had the forty-five. Yeah. But uh, now, <laughs> now I'm kind of embarrassed. Say that. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> somebody told me. Who did I hear talking about this? They, they were talking about how everything had changed. You know, things that we used to laugh at that were released could never be released today, you know, because of um, this weird fake world that we live in. And it is completely fake. But uh, but the they said that Chris Rock got up at some awards banquet or something and it had to do with comedy. And he got up, he says, well, you know, there was a day I could have got up here and said some things that would have y'all laughing in the aisles. He said, but unfortunately, I'm not allowed to say any of these things anymore, so I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to figure out how I can do anything funny. Yeah. He said, there's a, he said, there's some time I, I could have got up here and done a few irreverent things that y'all would have loved. Oh, and he was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He I was good at it. it. Real good at it. Yeah. OJ? 
<laughs> uh, so I got a. Uh, this will be a great trivia question. How many how many songs did uh, did Steve Martin have that actually charted on the Billboard chart? Now we're gonna get into his bluegrass world and all that. I I, I don't know wor- what these other ones. Yeah, are yeah, from. him and the, yeah, he's a big banjo. Because you know he's like a big time banjo player. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I that, that all interests. It, it does uh, picking and cheering. So there. so if you if you lump all that together, I bet it's a bigger number than. Well, I think. he had three. He had King Tut, which peaked at number seventeen. He had one called Cruel Shoes that peaked at 91, and one called Grandmother's Song that peaked at 72. Same now, I, I don't remember was... Cruel Shoes. Do you? <laughs> I'm thinking I do. I, I didn't. King the, the, Tut, how high you think it went? You said 17, right? I mean, yeah. uh, seven, I mean. Right? No, it, it was 17. 17, yeah. It, it wasn't as high as I thought it was. Right. So we thought it was bigger. I, mm-hmm. I did. But top 20. But how about this? You know how yeah, many weeks? he's a comedian. And yeah. He still got one. And he went top 20. Yeah. You know how many weeks it was in the top 40? 15 weeks. That's pretty good. Can I tell you one That's thing? That's a whole summer right there. Something that may break, change. break our heart a little bit, the fact that Emma Sampson and none of our songs ever hit, ever charted. Sure. How about sure. D, there's a number of DJs that have had big hits. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, Rick Dees. Uh, Alan O'Day. Disco mm-hmm. Duck. The Big Bopper. Mm-hmm. He was a DJ. Yeah. yeah. But I don't I don't think – I that, mean, he was that, a – he was well, uh, and then what was the guy from uh, – Oh, oh there's, a, there's Wolf, another one. Wolf. What was his uh, – Wolfman Jack. No. Peter Wolf. Peter oh, Wolf. Yeah, that's, that's right. A Jay. Yeah, With that's the Jay Giles. Jay yeah. Giles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. Angel is a right. But those wasn't comedy songs. They were like, No, those you know, were real. legit musicians. Yeah. But Disco Duck was a comedy yes. band. Yeah, but I mean, Alan O'Day, like, Undercover Angel. I mean, what about, uh, what, wasn't the guy big. that sang Do You Know What I Mean? That's him. Yeah, he's, <laughs> that's the one I couldn't think of. He's also okay. a DJ. Yeah. You won. Thank you, because my mind was looking for that song. That song still gets a lot hey, of play. Hey, and I wasn't going to get there. So the bottom line you know what of I mean. what you're saying is, Rick, how can King Tut go to number 17 and Bubba's butt not? <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> my point. Bubba's butt. <clears throat> you you remember too if you if i remember the story right rick d's worked in memphis at the time probably and did the comedy song and people were were really liking it but the management of the station didn't care for it and didn't want him to play it right but he at one point i think it was the number one song in the country but he couldn't play it on his show he, I don't know if it got to that well, level. It was some kind of twisted no story question, like that. No yeah. question in the beginning that they didn't want him to play because they thought it was stupid. And, and of course, then it became huge. We're, we were of course, at that if age. I know radio people, then they'll come out and talk about <laughs> how they how they allowed him the creativity to come up with it <laughs> and take credit for it in some kind of after uh, they were trying to hold it down. Yeah, in one of the in one of the paper those magazines uh, for radio people. We were at the age where we would fall for all that, and oh. I remember I thought this was the greatest thing ever. I'm gonna say <laughs> I look back now. Listen, and I'm like, listen look, Greg, I'm gonna say something to you, and and, and, I, and I don't know where I should say it, but I, but I, but I bet you oh, have a similar boy. thing. All right, you ready? Yeah. Talk about how stupid you are when you're a stupid little kid. Okay. <laughs> the first time it kicks into the duck, I got chills. I thought I got, <laughs> you got chills. I thought it was sharp. You were moved. I thought it was sharp. <laughs> I thought to myself, man, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen to that. Thank you for this. <laughs> As a little kid, I thought, oh, man. The moment. I'd get up for a live like I was doing it. Oh, yeah. I want to be the duck. Because I thought the duck brought the house down. I I didn't want to be Rick Dees. I wanted to be the duck. Hey, it went to number one. Oh, my gracious. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
I'll tell you the part that gave me chills. When, it, when, when that duck comes in. Treat me right. hey, you wanted it to be you, my feet yeah. to the disco oh, beat. Yeah. How in the world could I keep my seat? Keep in mind, he thinks he's got him something in his, in his station hates He thinks he's got a great bid in the station hates it. Number one on the Billboard chart. All of a sudden, I begin to change. Don't get too excited. I'm going to see if it gives me chills. I'm going to begin to cluck. This is what you're trying to anticipate. Oh, oh, right. I thought, man, I was going to say it worked. I had no idea. I picture myself as a duck over to all What does he say? Yeah, he says like something, says baby at the end of it. Sounds like he's saying Rick and Bobby. Let me see if I get around. Oh, Rick, that's funny. He said Bubba. He that's said Bubba. That's what I was saying. Oh, Bubba. Take your tail feathers, Bubba. So, so I thought he said Bubba's mine. So if you don't, if you want to know about radio goobs, and we've talked about uh, this for years, huh. keep in mind we, we have a, a do, we have a documented story of a radio consultant that told a station not to hire us. Another station hired us, ended up taking on that guy as the consultant. And when the show went to number one in the Birmingham market, he then did an article in R and R how he turned around morning drive for that station with the Rick and Bubba show. Um, um, and, and, and just conveniently left out in the article that he wanted nothing to do with it. Uh, but anyway, so, so this, this, this meant, I can't do a duck voice. Can you? No, no, no. <laughs> getting pretty close. What was that? What, what was that? But know. anyway, so. Let's uh, go duck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who's the duck? I want it. It was me. I thought, that was I, me. I thought it was the duck. Yeah. I, mean, I, I thought, I thought, I thought, you know what I thought when you first did it? I thought, Elmsy's about to attempt to do disco duck. But anyway, so listen to this story if you don't believe in radio goobs. <clears throat> and I'll paraphrase it, okay? Yeah. The station that Rick Dees worked at when he did this song banned him from playing it on the air. <laughs> now, this is in Memphis. None of the other Memphis stations would play it, even though it was going up the charts. What was this okay? mad about? Well, they didn't want to promote him, and his station no, didn't want to promote it. Greg can't be bigger than the station. And, uh, and, and so they, they forbid him from playing it, and when he went on the air and talked about it, uh, they fired him, and he ended up going to a competitor. But during all this, he actually, he actually made the appearance we were talking about right. on American Bandstand. Golly. But the ABC affiliate in Memphis preempted that, that, that particular Bandstand show for wrestling. Well, now wrestling was big in Memphis. Everybody knows that. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> no, you're right. Now, that <laughs> Did you know true. he went on a tour with this, had a full band and I'm all sure. this? But I don't know what else he played. I, yeah, I don't, well, I, I, don't, I don't know what, what the tour song? Would, I mean, he <laughs> went on a live tour I mean, on the East Coast. Are. He hired a band, backup singers, commercial artist, uh, and, and a one. guy that was the, the duck voice. Is that the Midnight Special he's on? Right yes, there? yes. Right. Does it does it tell you wow. who did the duck voice yes. on the recording? Yes, it it they Calvin originally <laughs> Harold Roberts, Harold Roberts, Harold Roberts, <laughs> Harold Roberts, Harold Roberts, Roberts, Roberts could do here. this exactly like that. When we were little kids, we thought that give you chills too, Rick. It did. I wanted to be able to do that like Harold. <laughs> I was a little jealous of him. Yeah. Did I want to do a duck voice? Yes. <clears throat> Couldn't do it. 
Worked on it. This he, never came helium down. Helium voice. Helium's as close as I got. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're pretty. You're pretty close. It's pretty good, Rick. <laughs> well, I, I read that here. Oh, here it is. Uh, oh, chills. <laughs> I've held that from you for years. <laughs> Thank you for sharing it today. There, well, there was I, a I rumor. I had to wait to the point of my life I could survive. <laughs> That's so good. There was a rumor. Rick, that Clarence Nash did it, who was the original voice of Donald Duck for Walt Disney, but he did not do it. The voice was actually on the recording was Ken Pruitt, who was an acquaintance of Dee's. Uh, but when they went on tour, it was handled by Michael Chesney, another acquaintance of Dee's. You know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I, I don't know how this would work, and it, it would be in the article, so I guess it's a no. I wonder, could you do this and draw some Disney fire? I mean, would they come say, "Hey, you can't, you can't uh, pretend like th- that's Donald Duck's voice"? Yeah, it? but that's a duck. I know it. You just say, "No, it's just any duck." He was a disco duck. He wasn't Donald Duck, right? But you know how these things go. I know you got. You sounded awful lot like Donald Duck. He did. Well, yeah, he's a duck. All yeah, ducks. Kind of like ducks. Duck, if you're going to have a talking duck, duck saying there, do you, can you? Yeah, do we got, have the yeah, words. Yeah, I, I thought he said. I got all of it. Rick and Bubba one time. Yeah, <laughs> and he said, "Go Bubba." If you want to know what the duck is saying, here it says, "Go, go, 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 Bubba." He says, here comes the duck. I'll get down, mama. I've got to have me a woman. What? Uh, Got to have me a woman. Oh, get down, mama. And then he says, oh, mama, shake your tail feather. (laughs) And that's what the duck's saying? The duck's a little risky. I'd like for you to say that like healing boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mama, shake the tail feather, mama. Uh, uh. I'll tell you, the duck ain't got a thing in here, boy. I'll no, tell you that. I didn't no. know this was in here. Try your luck. Don't be a cluck. Okay. I remember that line. Okay. Oh, you don't. I do. I used to say you got to be careful saying it. The duck just... just Try your luck. Throughout, throughout the song, mm-hmm. all the duck really does is tell all the mamas out there that he wants them to dance. And shake their tail feathers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and in those days... It was kind of like when Speedy used to have the playhouse. Yeah, it's very simple. <laughs> so for... Uh, <laughs> it's Disco Duck's playhouse. That's all, all that. Not only did it, did it chart... Speedy's whole theme for the whole four hours. Not only did it chart at number one, it also was ranked number 97 out of the top 100 songs of the year, according to Billboard. Bam, barely made that. How about that? He also won a People's Choice Award for it. But, but go back to my the original point, too. What logic... Does some radio goob have that your morning drive guy has put together a hit, mm-hmm. and that's going to draw attention to your morning guy that draws attention to you, everything yeah, I, you're I, doing? Yeah. I don't get the, the, the every station time he, he goes worked at. Not yeah, every time you go on American Bandstand, now what are you doing now, Rick? Well, I'm a DJ at Memphis. At yeah. da, da, da. I mean, how much more publicity could you possibly get? Rick, your own bandstand? I mean, it, there wasn't anything bigger than that. So, Rick, tell us what special? you do. I'm the, I'm the morning drive uh, uh, host on so-and-so in yeah. Memphis. The only thing I can think of is if they were worried about the payola law. It doesn't say that in here, but I, I just wonder yeah. if they thought there was some conflict okay. Okay. or something. That, 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 that's right. Let's give a little grace there. Because maybe, in maybe, 1960s, I mean, 1970s, you know, that was a, a whole different deal. So. Yeah. Maybe maybe they were saying that we may get in trouble that our DJ is on the air promoting his song that he'll get paid for uh, on, maybe that's on points, you know, and, and all this publishing rights and all that. But do you find it funny? So th- we have the number one song in the country, and Memphis is completely denied it, okay, because his station won't play it, the competitors won't play it, and the co- and the competitive TV station won't show him on bandstand. I mean, that's a complete blackout of the number one song in the country. Isn't that funny? And it sounds an awful lot like radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really <laughs> Just does. Funny. <laughs> now, you, you think, how can that happen? 
It's well. And it was inspiring a young Rick Burgess to come in. I mean, just excited about the duck. Okay. Can he sing Disco Disco Duck? Can he sing Shut the top of the bubble. <laughs> That's better than the duck. It really oh, is. That is much better. I wish you could sing along duck. with him. Fly to Hamla, Mama. <laughs> What was that? Hey, y'all don't remember Helium Boy singing the classics. Oh, right? oh yeah. Oh, we I actually do. have a promo oh, of that. Let me tell you. Oh, oh, oh. I cried when I heard Golly, that. Golly. We, we, we made that up at Wendy's you know, we, at lunch ooh, one day, I, and it was yeah. funny. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to let the promo cat. in that. It's I, a 60-second promo. I might choked on French fry. I, 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 I don't yeah, it's in there somewhere. We won an Addy Award, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but we're working on one called Underwater Man Sings the Hit. That's coming up. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. And thank you for having uh, some time with us today. We appreciate it. All right, let's go to goodrx.com slash Bubba. Goodrx.com slash Bubba. Uh, let's face it, uh, getting the care that you need to stay healthy, uh, it, it can be hard and it can be crazy expensive. Uh, all of us would agree uh, that everybody should be able to afford uh, their medications. Uh, that's why we want you to check out goodrx.com slash Bubba. Goodrx.com slash Bubba. Uh, this is not insurance, uh, but you can find the lowest price on prescriptions every time. Uh, goodrx.com slash Bubba. With them, you can instantly compare prices for your prescription at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. Now, that's huge. Uh, it's free. And it's easy to use, and many times it's often cheaper than using your insurance copay or even Medicare. So with GoodRx.com slash Bubba, you can find discounts for your prescriptions at over 70,000 pharmacies at places like CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, Kroger, and more. It is the number one most downloaded medical app out there. Millions of Americans use it to get affordable health care every month. So join uh, all who are doing this and start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions today by going to goodrx.com slash Bubba or find the link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so we brought up somehow Disco Duck found its way onto the show again today, which mm. is taking us to Helium Boy, which which now has us going back in time. Yeah. And because you hear this duck voice singing things, and this is way back. I don't even remember yeah. when we did this. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to get the Rick and Buff flashback. Yeah. Rick, I think in so. the archives of CDs, it's on like volume four. Wow. And I just want to hear it. I yeah. really do. It's we, one of my favorites. We put together a promo uh, <laughs> of, um, you know, how you see on TV these albums were Order It Today. You know, mm-hmm. so and so sings Slim Whip. Slim Whip, whatever. You know, so we did. Sold more than Elvis. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. I don't think that's I never, I never bought that, now, by the way. Now, oh. this is on this Best What's of Archive CD thing. We have no idea where it's going to start when I when I press this it, button. It should start start at the beginning of the promo, Rick. All right. So, so Helium Boy, <laughs> some of you that are new, you don't, you don't know Helium Boy. He comes around usually on the big year ender. Mm-hmm. Uh, but veterans sometimes, and I think sometimes. 
be careful what you ask for. Beg for Helium Boyd to make some sort of return. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, maybe we can just go back in yeah. time uh, and hear Helium Boy singing the hits. Mm-hmm. Extravaganza Records presents Helium Boy Sings the Hits. You'll hear all your favorites like Tom Jones. Oh, oh, top. Wow, wow, wow. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson again. I'm looking at the balloon on the moon. on. Helium Boy even sings your favorite golden oldies. I've got some sound on a cloud above. Elvis! Love moon, tumble. Love moon, sweet. I love you, baby. Helium Boy even does funk. She's a super funk, super funk, a super funk, I'm Order now, $9.99 for cassettes, $14.99 for CDs. Operators are standing by. Call now at 1-800-4-HELIUM. That's 1-800-4-HELIUM. That's 1-800-443-5486. What's new, pussy top? Wow, wow, wow! Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, the passion in that singing. We made that number up. Don't call it. Yeah, right. If you do, I'll tell you what you get. Oh, my goodness. I had a pretty good idea, but don't. I love love you listening to that. Your your mouth was kind of going with you. I didn't know what to do. It felt very strange. Yeah, no wonder I had nodules on my vocal cord. But anyway, so, man. That's uh, that. That is a flashback. CD four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So uh, we, we've got. I think we worked out all that and uh, and got a flashback out of yep, that. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> trip down memory lane. Yeah. Trip, trip down me- memory good lane. Stuff. Uh, we uh, we have a lot to cover on the program today. Some of it, um, you know, we're not exactly thrilled with, but we have to. Have you been Have you been following the fact that? And I heard this yesterday. Do you realize that the whole world is making fun of of the Joe Biden and the fact that he's Unable to you talking put, about his sound bites? Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know you don't want to be cruel about it, but at the same time, this is the leader of the free world. Yeah, so it's okay to say this is concerning, right? And well, he the, asked the, for the job, right? Yeah. You're, we're not saying, hey, don't be don't be mean to this uh, this you know this older man who's obviously having some cognitive problems, as 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 many of us probably will, and have loved ones who who either are currently in that situation or have been there. But but it's also because we've been around it, you can actually see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was Handy yesterday played a clip of an Australian, I don't know if it was a news talk show or some sort of host, and they're playing his ramblings, and they're like, what in the world is going on in America? I mean, this is the leader of, of the United States of America. And uh, so we, we have a Joe Biden clip. Now we know that Joe. We know Joe can can sometimes get mad. Uh, you know he 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 can get mad. Oh, no, he'll snap it. Yeah. So uh, why don't we let's start Adler with one when he gets mad, uh, and then we'll go to two uh, uh, when uh, when he he is um, um, is is this the same thing again? Does this stand up Joe again on two? Is, is this? Is, uh, he he did forget uh, the name of. Um, a congressman guest, I believe. But is this the? Is no, this, he, they wasn't there. Oh, this is the. This is trying to acknowledge two, somebody. Okay, who no, wasn't that's two thousand and eight. Yeah. Stand up, uh, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand eight. It's a flashback. Yeah. If we wanted oh, okay. It. 
Yeah. So, so this time we could do audio and video of the one that we play a lot. Right. All right let's do one because th- this is him, and he's getting on to an NBC reporter. Which whoa. Yeah, I think I think he 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 was kind of mad because of the guest he had there, the questioning, and then then later on, I think he kind of tried to lighten it up and realized he looked a little harsh. But mm-hmm. but the the key is he gets frustrated and he barks at people, which we've seen before. And what a tough question. No, all right, so, so here it is. He'll bark. And he tries to do a throw-by here of saying, you're such a pain in the neck, but we're all just like, we, we heard you say that. Veterans Affairs is going to have a mandate for its health care. I'm going to ask you a question because you've known each other for so long. What? Nothing to do with Iraq. I take that as a compliment. I'll answer your question. Yes, Veteran Affairs is going to, in fact, require that all docs working in that and facilities are going to have to be vaccinated. Did 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 he did he think nobody heard him say you're such a pain in the neck? I mean, he says well, it as he's addressing it. And, and two, he's got the leader of Iraq there, and he's talking about we're going to pull all of our combat troops out by end of the year. And and honestly, I guess he's kind of wanting to stick to that topic, you know. And I understand that, but it's uh, you know, this, listen to him all screaming. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just a mess. But the fact I, I don't that, know how the, we the fact that he says that. you're such a pain in the neck. But I'll go ahead and answer your question. Let me hear that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like. Uh, Veterans Affairs is going to have a mandate for its health care. question because you know each other for so long. It has nothing to do with Iraq. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's unhappy yeah. that they're off topic. Yeah, yeah. right. And, That's but, not new. But, but calling somebody from NBC, paying the name. Wow. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, just, uh, watch it. Watch it. Watch I mean, out. I'm sure there's some, you know, ism behind that. I don't know which one. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, uh, How it's, it's pressism. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And the fact it, that it was, was a female reporter, it was I'm a fe- sure that so shows it, it, something it was, in his psyche. It was sprinkled with misogyny. Yeah, that too. Uh, and oppression. Uh, so so anyway, um, do y'all want to go back and see it again, the classic from 2008? No, we can. I mean, people it, might think we now, just play with the audio. We can prove that But it's remember, this is, now, this is 2008. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and this, this, is, this has been 13 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this video is from recently, the 30-second video where he asked someone to stand up, but I can pull up the old one, too. No, 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 no. That, that's uh, because it says Joe Biden in 2008. There's two of them. S- st- oh, there's two? Yeah, there's one. The first one, he forgets the name of a congressman guest, and, and that's the video he has that's current, and then we can and flashback to the other one as well. Oh, in 2008. I, oh I see, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see one's 33 seconds, one's 17. Yeah. Okay, all right, so he's done it again, mm-hmm. and now they're going back to show you that he has a pattern of this. <laughs> yeah. I got it. All right, let, let's list this current right here. Here we go. It is, and he's also about to ask uh, He's also about to ask mom to stand up. I have no idea what any of this means. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Chairman Leahy, Leader McCarthy, Senator Casey, Congressman Scott, Congressman... <laughs> Where is he? There you are, Paul. Mm. You understand this better than anybody does. Greg. I want to thank you, Congressman, Bubba. for all your work. Hounds. And I want to thank you all for being here. Second, uh, by Bubba. the way, where's mom? Oh, my gosh. Mom, is she here? Oh, she's watching. Okay, I thought she looked and said, Mom is out there. I was going to ask her to stand up. But, Mom, you can't stand up and if you're home. Oh, my gosh. Guys. Oh, my gosh. I, I just melted. Wow. Oh my gosh! Did you see when he couldn't remember the guy's name? He starts looking for him. He couldn't pronounce his last name. He he, he went first name. Paul, you know better than anybody. Uh, uh, Chuck. Mm. Now here's the flashback. We love this. Is one we played many times. <laughs> oh yeah. That uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, oh my goodness. God love you. What am I talking about? 
I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very Boy, much. Boy, trying to recover. <laughs> I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. <laughs> oh, okay. I, oh, but listen, that, was, that but, hurt. But compare, that was a hey, mom. Aw, that was an awful mistake. Okay. Yeah, but, but he he but, rolled out of it or tried to. But, but he had. You can tell he he just he didn't. He just he just wasn't informed enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he, but he, but he, this current thing. Yeah. A whole different ball. At least since that. Yeah. Look. Leader McCarthy, Senator Casey, Congressman Scott, Congressman. <laughs> Where is he? There you are, Paul. Yeah. You understand this better than anybody does. I want to thank you, Congressman, for all your work. Anything was not. I want to thank you all for being here. Say my name. Second, my uh, name. by the way, where's mom? Oh my God, mom, <laughs> is she here? She's oh, she's watching. Who's mom? Okay, I thought she looked. I said, "Mom is out there." I was going to ask her to stand up, but mom, you can't stand up and if you're home. Y'all, did you oh, say? Wow, did you maybe the worst? Did you hear the handler day. sounded a little frustrated? Oh yeah, she's, she's at home. When was that clear? That's wow. recent. Recent. That, that's like right now. That's that, that's got that's that's relatively new, if not very new. Oh, what am I thinking? Guys, he's, yeah. The rest of the world is here. Just watching this. Woo. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 27 years, still here. Thank you for being with us. Will of Meat uh, still in play. Could happen today, tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. Also, the new... uh, what, what is it called? NIL? Yeah. yeah. Name, image, likeness. Yep. yep. College football players are allowed to monetize their name, their image, their likeness. Uh, and we'll talk to uh, a player today and a group that uh, say, here's what we're doing. Uh, we'll be giving you another update on how it's changing the landscape of college football. Uh, and we'll give you an example of it and give you an opportunity to participate in what they're doing if you, if you want to. Uh, so that'll be coming up next hour. All right. So um, I know Olympics. We're not, we don't have an official Olympic update today, uh, but we do have something we do need to update though, from from the Olympics. Without correspondent Chris Wood. <laughs> Bubba, apparently breaking news: uh, one of America's uh, most gifted uh, will not move forward. Yeah, Simone Biles says she will not compete in the team competition uh, because of injury. Um, She is the reigning champion. She is uh, out of the team finals after apparently suffering an injury during the vault. The 24-year-old U.S. star, considered to be the greatest gymnast of all time, huddled with her trainer after landing her vault. She then exited the competition floor with the team doctor. So uh, the, the the number one U.S. gymnast uh, appears to be out of the competition due to injury. So does that, was she ever in the individual? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she, they've already done a bunch of stuff. I don't know where they're at on all I of think that. she'll continue to do that. She, she'll just, she just won't do <laughs> yeah. both. Cause it's, the way said, I'm reading us now gymnastics yeah. confuses me anyway me because too. of yeah. the way they score everything. Yeah. But uh, I think she'll continue to do the individual but team out. Right. 
and their ability to balance on that beam. Mm-hmm. I she, you know I, she's twenty four. What is she this her hates third? the vault? Too. Is this her she third Olympics? She's been in a no. Bunch this of them. is this is her second Olympics. She just owned two thousand. She just owned it in two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, and and has. Uh, and you can tell if you watch, she is way ahead of everybody. But again, you get an injury, and is she saying that she injured it on, on one of these landings? It was the vault, it was the vault. and she hates it too. Mm-hmm. She hates the vault. Yeah, wasn't she trying, uh, or hasn't she done some vault that no one's ever done before yeah. with an extra spin mm-hmm. in it or something? So. Yeah. it's actually called the Simone. Uh, based on <laughs> based on it what is I, named after. I don't know if it's that. Yeah, based on what I have in front of me here, uh, nine gold. For U.S. nine for China nine for Japan, uh, America leading by a slim margin twenty two to twenty one overall. Japan seventeen. Yeah, on the on the medal count right now. Uh, so that's kind of where we are. Uh, but it looks like she will not do that. So, so that puts the women's gymnastics team in a bind. Yeah, I'm sure there's an alternate. There's somebody behind her. They probably can go <clears> ahead and uh, is it the coach's kid that'll take I that? I think spot? it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a well breakdown because I don't know. I'm like y'all. I, I can't understand the gymnastic scoring and, and all that. We were um, like one point something behind in the team overall. And they, so they were looking for a big day today. And I guess this has hurt them pretty bad. By the way, we Hopefully will. they can come back from it. A, a gold medal has been handed out for drama. Uh, and that is to, huh? to, is to ESPN writer <laughs> yeah. uh, William Roden, uh, who, who gets the, the drama award today. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, now I want you to think about this for just a minute. Uh, I, I, I just want I, you to think about. I saw him doing it. I saw the clip. And there, I was like, really? There, there's so many things in our country and in our world that that are bad and need to be overcome, and and they should concern us. Okay, they really should. This is not one of them. You you talk about a stretch. Okay, William Roden of ESPN's The Undefeated. Now I'm not familiar with this. What is The Undefeated? Is no, that a show they have or something? I don't know. He said on CBS that he couldn't enjoy watching Team USA with the American flag at the Tokyo opening ceremonies because it was reminiscent of the Capitol Riders who waved flags. And he just yeah, couldn't, he, he just the, couldn't watch it. The Good. American flag Triggered has him, now uh, stigmatized him. Well, and, uh, to the word Greg used, you know, that's the modern word now. So yeah. to some people, the American flag is now a trigger. Yeah. Uh, it, mm. it, 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 because it, of the riots, right? I know. Now we're seeing they're saying Simone Biles is out of the Olympics with mental issues. Oh, I thought that was the writer. No. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So, unfolding story. I, you know, I do think because she has been on record for saying that she does, I said that a minute ago, hate the vault and it's mm-hmm. her worst. And I do think mentally she struggles with that. So maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe she had a injury because she just can't get through it. I don't know. Well, There's probably the a mental side of it. Earlier yeah. this week about yeah. the weight of the world because of expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. And, I, and I'm not making a lot of this because I know it can be real. So I'm, don't take this as me making a lot of it. I'm, I'm doing this the same way that I look at the autism spectrum and food allergies. There was a time when, when you did not hear about, about that at all, and now it's like we all know that if you deal with modern-day children, you, they're riddled with food allergies, autism spectrum, and I would like to add to the list, and I think this may be it again, anxiety. Mm-hmm. How you, you, you remember ever, ever talking to anyone that says, what's going on? Well, you know, I have a problem with the anxiety. I, I'm, I get anxious you know, and worried all the time. And, and, and now we have a whole generation that's anxious. I mean, they, they struggle with anxiety. And, and I think you're, you're seeing this again. What, 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 what is all this? It goes back to something, and I'm not making light of it because I know it can be very real. Okay, I understand it. But 
do you think some of this is the result of what we said years ago, that we're raising a generation of people that have never been taught how to cope? They, they, that we, well, we, we've never allowed them to experience difficulty. We've tried to protect them from anything that would be difficult to get through. And, and they don't really seem to have the ability to mentally cope in a world that forces you to have to deal with it. I think you're all over it. But in Simone's case, I'm not so sure. And here's why I say that. And I just happened to watch a movie this weekend about her. And really good, by the way. Um, she has had been through so much. Her mom was a druggie. Yeah, sure. She had to live with her grandparents, pulled away from her family. And um, she deals with taking medication for ADHD and stuff of that nature. And so she has been coping with things uh, of great magnitude for for a while now. So not so sure if it's that, but... But still uh, have a lot of people in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. This hour, we'll go back into the world of the NIL deals. Uh, The Rick and Bubba Show continues to sign more athletes, but we also want to update you on what's going on uh, in the, like we talked about, we've got a a quarterback in Alabama that people are saying he's got endorsements close to a million dollars a year already. Uh, We we talked to a, a player at Clemson, said, you know, Hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, are being offered to some of the players there. Uh, Linemen are grouping together, and today we'll talk to a group of linebackers. Uh, We'll talk to Auburn's linebacker Owen Papo today uh, and one of his teammates uh, who came up with an idea how they can use the NIL freedom. Uh, And uh, we'll we'll get an update on how they're thinking. Uh, So that's coming up this hour as well. We also say goodbye to Boom Boom Bazooka today. It's her last day at Rick and Bubba University. Uh, also, we could spin the wheel of meat today. So all, all that is uh, still out there. Uh, so we we were talking, um, and, and we had this video yesterday, but we never got to it. Uh, but Tucker Carlson, uh, it, you know, this is one of those things where uh, it, you, so many times, and of course if you have a biblical worldview and it's a hard, hard thing to do and it's an ongoing process for Mr. Burgess here. Uh, but, you know, we, we're taught by Jesus. A lot of times if you will just uh, – uh, be kind to those who oppose you. That really, a lot of times, that is like just putting heaping coals on top of their head. Uh, don't don't engage uh, when they're when they're after you, uh, because they want to get a rise out of you. And we have this guy in Montana, 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 
uh, <laughs> Montana, who went after Tucker Carlson while he's with his like little boy and with his son and all this stuff, right? Is it his, his son? Da- or it's, it's actually his daughter. His daughter. Yeah. And uh, and so it, it's kind of turning on the guy who went after Tucker. And I think this guy's you know back to all this vax hysteria mm-hmm. uh, on both both extremes. Uh, and he's trying to go after Tucker for Tucker, you know, having the audacity to, to actually report some things that, like the you know the the average lifetime of an American, you know, is is seventy eight in the you know in, uh, or seventy seven, and the average death rate of COVID is seventy eight. Uh, that actually people the average death rate of COVID is higher than the what the expectancy you're supposed to, that you I mean, live. I, I don't you know. think mm. is Tucker wouldn't be considered an anti-vaxer. Would no. he? Well, isn't remember, he, isn't he just bringing the debate forward about what yeah. everybody's saying about well, it? Well, remember this again. Yeah. But we live in the world of tribalism. <laughs> you're not allowed not to be in a tribe. So, <laughs> and we we did the Phil Valentine story mm-hmm. yesterday. Yep. If you decided on your own free will not to get the vaccine, or you had concerns about it. You were you were immediately labeled anti-vaxer and probably a Trump supporter, even though it's Trump that actually did the operation. What was it? Uh, warp, warp speed, speed. Warp to speed get all this developed to yeah. get the vaccines yeah. out. So so that really didn't work. But anyway, but you know it's tribalism. Yeah. So if you're not 100 percent got your your sleeve rolled up and say I'll take another, then you're an anti-vaxer. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, well, no, but that, but if, but if you, you look in the person's life and they've taken other vaccines, they can't be an anti-vaxer. Right. Uh, uh, or right. or maybe they just are saying, hey, I just want to – based on my situation, I'm, I'm still – hey, look, there are some legitimate concerns on both sides, and then you pick – you know, it's risk and benefit. Even Robert Malone, who did the mRNA research and started in 87, he said there's always a risk-benefit on anything we do. Yeah. But you're not allowed to say that. You must get completely in line with the vaccine, and if you don't, then you're an anti-vaxxer. And on the other end, if someone is getting the vaccine, they're not an idiot either, and 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 like uh, they're not the evil Knievel of pharmaceuticals. <laughs> I mean, you know, these tribes that, that we talk. How about? The, oh, it is hot and cold out mm-hmm. there. You, you realize that people can actually have multiple ways of thinking things out. You know, we're, we're just becoming a bunch of stupid screaming people. That 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 you have to be put in some very black and white tribe, you know, and 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 you cannot you can't it, it, we 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 don't have the ability to think things through anymore. So don't complicate us on maybe having a complicated view of things. You either go in that group or you get in that group. and We're going to scream at each other, and the, and and then when you're in this group, that other group is wrong on everything, and we're right on everything. It's a lot like SEC football. <laughs> All right, so uh, so let's. Yeah. Uh, let, this guy goes after Tucker Carlson uh, about him not not being as pro-vax, I guess, as this guy. It's wants hard to hear. You have to yeah, listen close. Yeah. I don't care, man. Just kidding. You are the worst human being. You've known to man. I want you to keep it going to this thing, to the United States, to everything else in this world. I don't care that you're not here. What you have done to people's families, what you have done to everybody else in this person. He's saying calm down, you know, and then tries yeah. to walk yeah. off. Yeah. They're in a bait shop. Gosh, you, you get to Montana, which is one of the places I just want to get on Earth, and I love it. I know. You, you want to get out there and breathe some fresh air, and some anti-hassle, idiot, and some mm-hmm. idiot comes up to you at a bait shop in Montana of all places. It's one thing I to attack somebody. Fully if, understand. if you want to go after somebody, make it Starbucks. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, mm-hmm. I still didn't fully understand what his complaint was. 
He, he called he called Tucker. If I heard it right, you're you're one of the worst human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. the mm-hmm. worst yeah. human being. Yeah. Uh, so um, so now um, it says the majority of the comments were threats, uh, and uh, and they're saying that even the people that employ him didn't like the way he behaved because he is a, a Yellowstone program manager for the National Parks Conservation. Oh, they're going after him. I mean, they are going at. They're trying yeah. to get him fired, and you know, yeah, put under the wagon and all that stuff. Which, by the way, not very smart to do that. No. So he may well, have other issues. Yeah. I, I, now it goes back to this again. The man has a, a, a right to express his opinion, sure, of Tucker sure. Carlson, but you don't have a right to get in somebody's face, especially if you're talking about that you think he's irresponsible about the vaccine, yeah. and then you walk up there without a mask on and get up in his face, that seems odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, right, doesn't seem like you really think it either. Right. Mm. But anyway, and, and maybe it's not tied to the vaccine thing. I'm assuming it is because of the tribalism that yeah. we're in now. And see, it uh, looks like Tucker Carlson, after initially squaring up with the guy, is trying to de-escalate this by walking off. The yeah. guy just keeps following yeah. around the well, store. Well, yeah. what, he to- what he told the guy, um, his last name is Bailey, I think. He Dan said, Bailey. He said, hey, my yeah. daughter is here. Right and like, hey, calm down. And right. and Bailey says, I don't care, man. You are the worst human being known to man. Well, you know, it's all about time and place. And of course, yeah. we, you know, keep mm-hmm. in mind now. Uh, go back to some other things I said last hour about things that have changed too. We have completely lost our social awareness. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or just just politeness. Yeah, being a human being, uh, basic uh, courtesy. And and by the way, this video was put out by Dan Bailey mm-hmm. to begin with. Well, he, he had somebody filming it so he could, you know, make this encounter so, with him. Well, yeah. you know why? He wants his tribe to see him, right. and he thinks the tribe is going to scream, <laughs> "Thanks for the blood!" Uh, and and that a way to go get him. But again, if the guy wants to say, "Hey, man, hey, I'm I'm Tucker, you know what? I I I disagree with everything you have to say on your show." Okay, and then leave him alone. Yeah, uh, you don't get up in his face and then start. You know, really kind of running roughshod on him. Yeah, and to Bubba's point that he's the one that posted it, he was proud of it. He said, "It's well, not every day you get to it. tell someone that they're the worst person in the world and really mean it." What right. a what a blank! This man has killed. Talking about Tucker, more people with vaccine misinformation. He supported extreme racism. He's a, a fascist and uh, and does more not to true. rip this country apart than anyone that calls themselves an American. So that was what yeah. that's why he confronted Tucker. So he's saying that MSNBC and CNN are great uniners? <laughs> I'm not sure. Is that what he's he's mad about misinformation, yeah. which I think you said Sherry calls false information. Yeah, this word misinformation, I don't even know where right. that, that's not a real word. He thinks that I mean, he's killed people because of what he says about the vaccine or the way his reporting on it. I will say this. Dan Bailey has a right to say I think Tucker Carlson is irresponsible when he talks about the vaccine, and I think he calls people not to take it that got real sick and died. Okay? But he is not a fascist, and he is not an extreme racist. That is not true. Yeah. Okay? But no matter what you have to say is you don't get up in his face in front of his daughter at the bait shop while he's trying to enjoy some time in Montana and get and put your body up, a chest up on him like you're going to do something. Now, that you don't do. And I, and, I, and I give credit to Tucker for walking away and saying, just calm down. And hey, my daughter's here. And because of the way Tucker Carlson responded, the guy's getting beat, the guy's not getting the applause he thought he was going to get. I think even people who agree with Dan Bailey don't think he went about it the right way. No, it's ridiculous. Hey, maybe that's something we all can agree on. And honestly, when I see somebody acting that bad, it makes me question their position even more. Oh, of course. You're not going to win many people to you. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
Yo, what's up? This Coolio with the flow. You listening to the homeboy Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. Give me some of the petty shit. 21 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. I do want to wish a, a special anniversary today. And you talk about somebody that has been married for 40 years today, and you talk about getting off to a rocky start. I, I heard this story, and uh, and the son is talking about his dad, who's, who's been married now for, for 40 years, to his mom. And he says uh, he this marriage has come a long way since um, uh, Ma uh, actually greeted my dad with a 410 shell in a 12 gauge and tried to run him off <laughs> when he first tried to date her daughter. Oh, that's good. So, uh, that's so good. happy anniversary and uh, to Charles, who also uh, he and his his son put together a, a great a, a great um, thing for the Manchurch.com back in March over in uh, Somerville, Georgia, and uh, they're they're doing the curriculum. One of them has already finished it completely. Dad's still finishing his, and they're going to do the second curriculum, and I got to meet both of them. So Charles and Beverly Bishop, 40 years married today. One, two, happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. Bubba, now normally we don't get caught up in, you know, we we, we stay on top of this, it's whatever day and whatever day, and I'm kind of with Greg. Once you started having like 12 things on one yeah. day, then it, it really yeah. isn't the day for that thing. If you're, sharing your, I mean, yeah. if you're sharing your day, and it says today's uh, National Greg Burgess Day, and it's also Michael Ham's Day and Rick Burgess Day. And so it's really not. Yeah, today. it's not really. You're, you're, you know, it's not. You know, you're one you, of many. You're one of many. Well, but, shouldn't we cut it down to 360 things? And if you're not in the top 360, you just don't get a day. I, that's yeah. a good point. It's about or, or maybe you get an hour in a day. Right. Let's just break down yeah, hours. At least have day. something to right. yourself. Give you the whole day. So, Greg, but, you. But today, I think is well worth I this. Do, I do too. And and Greg, you know, you've been on on record. Okay. That you love chicken. Oh yeah, and and, and it's kind of like Bubba Gump who says I like shrimp any way you can any make way it. Any way you make. It. So really, is there any way that chicken can be done that you wouldn't eat it? Hmm, I don't think so. Oh, yard bird. Yeah, oh, yard bird. Oh, well, narrow face. Does everybody rem- <laughs> does everybody, does everybody remember the first time? See, we're old enough to remember this. Yeah. We're old Wasn't enough. Always to, around. We're we're I old enough to remember chicken. when chicken fingers did not exist. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. you'd never even heard of it. And I remember the first time I heard chicken fingers. I'm like, what? I, thought, I mean, the first time I tried, I thought, be a, yeah. Well, the uh-huh. first time I heard chicken finger, I thought, man, I better be a big bag of those. But you know, Mama, <laughs> I mean, time, you remember when she would cut the chicken breasts up into strips yeah. and fry it and put sesame seeds on yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she'd be cooking them, we'd be yeah. reaching up. She was a forerunner. Yeah, Mama was, was making chicken nuggets long before they existed. Yeah. So anyway, so two stories today. Number one, uh, it is chicken finger day, okay. sort of. And Greg, and I know you've been following this, Popeye's Chicken announced their nuggets are here. You know, didn't mm-hmm. they accuse them of hoarding all the chicken because they saw the shortage was coming mm-hmm. so they could release the nuggets on everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like Popeye's chicken, by the way. I bet this is a good nugget. Did y'all know that it's Chicken What'd Tender Day today, or Chicken Fingers, and then Thursday is National Chicken Wing Day? Mm. Oh, it's mm. a week of chicken. Well, you think they would combo, though. Yeah, I love, love Let me chicken. tell you. Wherever you are, chickens, I don't know what y'all can reason or understand. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, chickens. chickens. you've done well. You really yeah, have taken care of us. Yeah. And I love an old chicken. And, you know, I, yeah. I told you about my buddy that's in the international chicken business. Every time I see him, I say, more, more, more. He always says everybody still loves chicken. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. Has it always been as popular everybody as it wants is your now? Product. Uh, mm-hmm. Chicken, you think? I don't know. Yeah, I sat down with his son, that, the, like the guy that I know that, that goes travels all over the world, you know, selling chicken. And his son is doing kind of the same thing, but I don't know what level oh, it is. Chicken family. But but I, I sat down with the son the last time I saw him, and I tried to get I tried to wrap my mind 
because he's the one that like shows up at a plant and says, "Hey, how's things going? Yeah, what, what's our mm-hmm. production like? What's going on here? We got problems? Any problems?" Mm-hmm. Greg, he tried to make me understand how many chickens we roll out a day. <laughs> oh, and, Rick, the numbers are mind-boggling. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. People love chicken. Think about it's it. like trying to keep up with the national debt. Mm-hmm. It mean, really you know, is. You get a headache yeah. counting all so that. So, are you are you one of these people like you're grown now? Yeah, and you still eat chicken tenders a lot. Uh, if they're hand bread, really? Oh yeah, <laughs> Does that, like, that make yeah. a big difference. Oh, hand bread, that's a game changer. So, what's the difference? Of the, what's the opposite of hand bread? You know, the old prefab. Oh, when they come like in the bag, dump it out of a box. They won't oh, say yeah, that. and they've already got that old. See, I don't. And like I'll the, eat those too. But, I, but buffalo that's, sauce. Is that's a almost like a breading too. on it. But, they, but I'm talking about this is just like if you mama fried you yeah, piece of chicken. Yeah, man. Mm, that's mm, what mm. I'm talking about. Can I tell you? Yeah, it, I'm on. I'm on we, we got any chicken tender relationships? I'm about to mess up. Uh, I know. Of. Nothing I'm aware of. Can I tell you who totes a pretty good chicken tender? And if you've never tried it, I suggest you do. Publix. Yes. Get yeah. over. Get over to the deli. Yes. Yeah. Go over and grab them big boys. Yep. We're shopping is a pleasure. Yes, uh-huh. it is. Eating that, eating that, eating that tender is a pleasure. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, it, it's a pretty big one too. I'm gonna tell you another good one right up the hill here. Really? Oh yeah. Well, you can say it. I don't care. That's a good one. Uh, what's <laughs> up the hill? What's up the hill? Mug shots. Oh yeah. That's a good chicken. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Are Are you good with the buffalo? Oh yeah. Chicken the way that's gone yeah. over the years. Boneless Absolutely. buffalo. Not a huge buffalo guy. Yeah. See, oh, I do. I like if it's it. not too hot, it's don't say I like that. It. I'd rather dip it in ranch. I got a, a yeah. buffalo wrap the other night that was just off the chart. I'm starving now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am too. I'm so hungry. <laughs> but, buffalo uh, chicken wrap. Yeah. Y'all do that to me right here. But uh-huh. but but so if you now uh, chicken tenders to me, no two are the same. And I won't even tell you one I think is overrated. I don't. I'm causing trouble. And it's all. It's really their mainstay, but I don't think it's that great. I tell you one I miss. I kind of hated that Guthrie started going down here. That's yeah. a good one. They're hard to find. That's now. a good one. You know, they used to be, they had a lot of locations. That's now all they made chicken fingers and fries. Now, they only, now they only got a handful of I know. Locations. One in Jacksonville went nose that. Just, what, what did that's it a good, That's a good tender. <laughs> did our buddy get, sell out of it? Uh, yeah, some, I don't know what's that. You know, just, it's just, hey, restaurant business. How, disapp- hey. how disappointing oh, is when yeah. you order some and it's that. not a big old thick one? It's just mm-hmm. like you get it and it's all shriveled up with just a bunch of fried right. stuff. Do you get a lot of crust? You run into a lot of bad ones. I like some. a lot of crust. I mean, out of four or five, there might be two, three good ones. And Rick's always telling me how it's bad for you, and I, I know it is, but well, it just what, seems like the Rick. coating is such a small part of the overall bite. Can you I know get, what I mean? You, like you, you do with that, that peanut butter ball? Yeah, butter yeah. Butter. I mean, you, you paint something on the outside of it, oh, it's bad. Well, <laughs> but, but, but here's, here's the thing that I want you to understand. <laughs> really I mean, on volume, yeah, you know, 10% it, of it, it is bad. crust, and oh, it's bad <laughs> for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I'm 90% just, good for you. That's true. I just want to tell you, just one day I want to sit down and really walk with you on the process process of deep frying. I know. And yeah, uh, deep what, not what, what, we take whatever it is, we put breading on it, and we His toss it into a vat of grease. Yeah. yeah, but well, I've told you, I, I'm I like jealous it. of the you, know you know what, though? Think of the germs it kills. You but, never hear anybody getting sick off fried food. Right. What do you think about the air fryer? Love it. We have I'm one. Not, I'm not really up on it. I, I don't hey. know a lot about it, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Hey, my boys don't like it. Uh, really, Mm-mm. boy, we get we get to go. It kind of got popular in college. So it, like, they get creative fry, with it. Is it fried chicken? Yes, yeah. it's not. So, yes, it's like all kinds of stuff. Yes. Ain't nothing better. Yes, there ain't nothing better. Oh, not grease. Ain't nothing better. And, and Rick, nothing. And James Gregory does a great bit on it. I'm not trying to steal his bit, but it's mm. just true. Nothing can survive hot grease. No, no yeah. germ. You ain't got to worry about COVID getting in there. Right. No. You know what you? You know what you'll no. never. You know what you'll never hear. How about these fried chicken fingers are undercooked. 
I mean, it, it, that, that chicken can't – whatever it's got in there can get you. Now, you, you grill one not long enough, you got problems. <laughs> yeah, you got you to pay But I will, I will say this, and I know this won't surprise you, but I prefer just me and, and just, you know, on a preference. I love fried chicken. It's one of my favorite things on the planet. And I, have to, I have to go moderation. That's old Rick that ate it all the time. But, I, but when I get to eat it, I love it, but I prefer it in pieces. I don't like fingers. Uh, yeah. I'd rather be more manageable. I like a grilled chi- uh, boneless chicken breast. Nah, I like to sit down with pieces of chicken. Oh, that like leg and yes, nah. I want pieces of chicken. I, I want chicken hey, breast. I'm okay with that. Too. I want a chicken leg and I want a chicken wing. But I like I, I don't like, like I don't like the thighs that much. But now when Sherry bakes the thighs with white beans and little Tommy tomatoes, <laughs> now that's well, Tommy toast. We have got the top of it crispy. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. 35 minutes now past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza. Teleport. So we've been talking on the show about the NCAA um, got a ruling against them, and, uh, and it was ruled that college athletes are able to monetize their name, image, and likeness uh, at the university uh, while they play college football. Uh, and when boy, when that happened, the floodgates opened. <laughs> it's been crazy. And of course, it? we've tried to be on top of it. We've signed some people to some NIL deals. We may discuss with these linebackers. <laughs> uh, they may want to join us uh, as well. I think they're probably getting better deals than we're offering, I, Rick. I think uh, they are. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Auburn University linebacker Owen Papo is joining us now. Uh, so Owen, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate y'all having me. No, it's uh, you know I uh, Jake's uh, dad and I have been uh, friends. As a matter of fact, his brother uh, played lacrosse with uh, with uh, against and with one of my sons, and so I got to hang out with his dad and and uh, and new Jake as he was coming through high school. So uh, I know that uh, you've got a group of linebackers together, and so let's start at the very beginning. When did you first learn? Hey guys, I, I think I think we're allowed to to monetize our name and image and likeness. When did you get the news? Uh, so, you know, since we even came into college, uh, you you know, you just hear rumors about it here and there, but nobody really knew what was what. But uh, when, I think they announced it sometime last, sometime early last year that, they, you know, they're thinking about having it um, around this time this year. So that's when we really kind of knew it was going to get serious. And, you know, we was just trying to capitalize on whatever we can. And, oh, and part of that is that you guys can do camps now, right? It's not just imaging for advertising, but you're available to do camps and charge for that and, and benefit from that, right? Yes, sir. Benefit a little bit, but you know, really, uh, at the end of the day, it's all about the kids. Just making sure they come out there and have a good time with us. So let's talk about that because you guys are grouping as linebackers. We talked to some other guys that are grouping as offensive linemen. Do you think you know if you're a quarterback, that's a different deal? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get offers just because of the prestige of that position. Uh, you probably don't need to team up with anybody. You know, maybe maybe a a well known receiver may not need much help running back. But when you get into the other parts of what – you know, football is a true team sport. I mean, a, a, right. a, it is the quintessential, buddy, it is team. And so uh, the idea of grouping together, it, it, does that seem to be beneficial? Like the linebacker saying, hey, we're going to – because a lot of times when you went to camps growing up, if you went to a camp, it's mainly people out there throwing the ball around. 
Uh, it was very yeah. it was very hard to find an offensive line camp to find a linebacker camp. So specialized, uh, uh, you know, that was run in such a specialized. And these these uh, rising people need help too in training. So uh, so tell us how you guys came up with the concept that you would group together as linebackers. Uh, well, actually, I, I'm on with my, my man Bart right now. He's the one that actually came with me, uh, presented the idea to me with this. So I'll let him go into depth uh, more about it. But uh, the three of us are linebacker, uh, me, him, uh, Jake Levant. And also we have Smoke Monday with us. He plays safety. Uh, okay. Sean Shivers, running back, and um, TJ Finley, who plays quarterback. So it was good to have some diversity there. You know, kids get to interact with different positions. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so you guys teamed up with either other players at different positions. So this is going to be comprehensive camps. Yes, sir. I'll let, like Bart, I'll let you get more into that with it too. Uh, so, so Bart, talk to me about uh, about the Bart Lester. How, how did this How did this idea present itself to you? Well, really, we we had a um, an NIL meeting with some of the compliance and now the new NIL people at Auburn, and they just kind of you know threw some ideas by us, told us what was legal and not legal, and and so really, me and Jake started talking, and we were like, well, who would, who would we want to be the face of it? And, Oh, and such a, you know, outspoken, uh, really good dude. We're like, well, I think he's the best one. Obviously a great athlete, but a great dude too. So we, we went to him and Tanner Dean also. He went to uh, Mountain Brook High School and played for us and, and at Auburn. And uh, we went to him as well because he's already started a couple businesses. And so he, he helped us kind of get the ball moving on, on getting an LLC and, you know, setting up everything else. So, you know, we kind of went through that process. And then, uh, and then we started going to other guys we think would, you know, other, other kids and other people want to learn from and, Obviously, Sean Shivers has been a really successful back for us, and TJ Finley and uh, Smoke, you know, big names. So we thought that, you know, why not, you know, share what we know and, and have uh, a lot of these guys who kids look up to and parents are fans of come out there and, uh, you know, put on a great camp for these kids. Well, Owen, Owen let me ask you this. With, uh, with school work, which I know you're in civil engineering, um, which would be enough for most of us, uh, your, your work as as an athlete, uh, I mean, you, you got to really manage your time now, right? With this added to it. Yes, sir. And uh, that's kind of another reason why uh, this is probably going to be the only kind of NIL thing I do this year because I don't, I don't want to do too much. You know, I already have a lot on my plate. You know, just to, I don't want any more distractions than what I already have. But, um, you know, doing civil engineering, you know, stuff like that, it, it brings a lot to your plate. And uh, I think it's just, um, it's good preparation for life. Because, you know, a life down the road, I'm, I'm going to have a lot on my plate one day too. So it's just good preparation for that. So let's, uh, we'll get into the details of the camp, you know, because the way it was in the past, other people would get college players to come, right. which got people to sign up, then they would take all the money and leave uh, So because you guys weren't allowed to have it. So now you can make your own money, which I think is, is yeah, great because, great. because is. you guys are the draw and you guys have the expertise and these kids look up to you. And the name. And the name. So, But let me ask you about this. Since you guys are with Auburn University, talk to us a little bit about the coaching change. I mean, here you are with a brand-new head coach. You've gone through spring training. You're, you're in workouts. Uh, talk about um, uh, how maybe things have changed since you've been there. What, what, what do you think of the approach of, of your new coach? Uh, I think, you know, Coach Harris has taken a really good approach to us. Um, everybody's been welcoming of him. Uh, everybody bought into the mission pretty uh, fairly quickly and uh, easily, so there wasn't really any pushback for real. Um, like Coach Mason, for example, uh, you know, a really great guy. Everybody loves him, man, cares for his players. And, you know, we go out there, uh, from what I see in the spring, 
in the summer. We play hard for them. But um, it hasn't really been as hard as it changed as most people would think. I, I, in my opinion, things have been going pretty smoothly. We've had Coach Mason on before when he was at Vanderbilt. Always enjoyed having him on. Uh, uh, a great interview and an outstanding coach. But you guys are going to a 3-4 system on, on defense now. Do we understand that right? And how, how does that change your job? Uh, I mean, we had some three-down stuff last year as well. Uh, as far as, like, you know, coverage-wise, we kind of do some of the same stuff we did last year, so it's not that hard. But um, as far as the difference, I would say uh, you, you're, you're going to see uh, me be able to run around more freely this year and make more plays uh, as far as, in, you know, in a run game. You seem to like that idea. I saw you smile when you said that. Let me tell you, you play linebacker. You like that 3-4. Yeah, man. Hey, look, let the D-line eat up the blocks, and I just go out there and make plays. <laughs> sideline to sideline. I'm out here running free now. So, uh, but, but let me ask you this as far as the camp coming up. Um, one more thing. Is, you know, every coach, as far as your head coach, and I understand, like Bubba said, you got a new defensive coach too, and we, we have great respect. We actually know, like I say, Bubba said a little bit, we've been around Coach Mason. But as far as the, you know, every team kind of takes on the personality of, of the of the head coach, whether, whether you know you're going to do that or not. And we talked to some players that said, you know, when Saban showed up at Alabama, you could tell a difference immediately because he, he knew what he was going to do and how he was going to do it. What about the arrival of your new head coach? What 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 has changed as far as the atmosphere? Are you seen any changes? Uh, everything's a, a bit more structured, in my opinion. Um, also, guys guys know when to stop playing and, and when to get serious and be, you know, just be about their business. You know, uh, one thing Coach Hart says a lot is, is what, go one and zero every day. You know, meaning you know, give your all in, in a given day. Make sure that you come out on top. Uh, take things week by day by day, week by week. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, and, and as far as like you know, more attention to detail, I'll say that's the biggest change. Oh, and we we're familiar with your former coach, and I've had the pleasure of playing golf with your current coach. Uh, would you say the current coach is meaner? <laughs> Could I use that term? Is that, is that a fair statement? He he not we could all the interactions I've had with him has been good, so I, I would say he's mean and they're like. Well, you know what that means. He just, he's, oh, about his, he's about his business. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, oh, and what that may mean, you hadn't done anything yet. He needs to correct. <laughs> uh, nah, Mark, nah, he just, just he, he's not going to put up with no, with no uh, I'm not going to say that. He's, he's, just, he, he's a good guy. It's good all guy. business. We, we're business out here on the field. That's what you're saying. He's mm-hmm. business. Straight, straight business. All right, speaking of business, so let, let's talk about the how the camp is made up. Now, it's going to be on, uh, coming up this Saturday. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, Bart, if you need to wait on this too, on the structure of it all. Uh, so if, if you, you're listening now, it's going to be at Mountain Brook High School football field in Birmingham, Alabama. You can register from seven o'clock this Saturday to eight fifteen. The camp will go eight thirty to eleven thirty. You get a t-shirt included. Uh, you are, you do need to bring your own cleats and what I'm gathering it's ages six to 14. Anything you need to add to that, that people need to know? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think you hit it on the head there. Um, we had one in Montgomery last week. Um, and yeah, it's kind of the overall structures. We, we kind of start off with a warm up, um, a lot of agility drills. All the guys have different stations go around. So I get to interact with them. And then we do position specific. Um, each guy will get to work with TJ and Sean Shivers at running back, uh, quarterback and running back and receiver kind of, and then they'll move over to the other side with, you know, Mio and Jake and then smoke, uh, doing DB stuff. So, um, and we end up with some competition. We got a little fastest man because Sean Shivers, he's one of the fastest guys in college football. And and I, I don't know if y'all saw it or not, but Owen tried to take on all the campers with the tug of war. And 
and uh, he got dragged on his butt pretty bad. Well, you had to Look, know. In my, in my defense, the grass was a little wet. This <laughs> video, my right foot slid. I ain't have that much traction, but nah, nah it, was, it was good, man. Those kids look strong. They were stronger than what they look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we put the website in show notes. Do I have this right? PrincePSCamps.com? Is that correct? Uh, pr- princeps, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. PrincepsCamps.com. Gosh, you know, dealing with us, you have to really lay it all out. But, yeah, that's in show notes there, P-R-I-N-C-E-P-S-C-A-M-P-S.com, princepscamps.com. And it, if you guys form like a company and, and, and everybody's uh, – then you go out and get the players individually, how, do, how does that set up or, or can we say? Yeah, so we, we went out and got an LLC, um, got it approved pretty quick, and, you know, that was kind of the hardest part was putting together the yeah. logistics of it all and getting the liability insurance, the fields and, and whatnot. But what we ended up doing was just signing the um, – so Owen's a part um, – he, he, he came in with me, Dean, and, and Jake got it. as like a part owner. But the other guys we signed as independent contractors for each camp, so they're not tied to anything else. And, you know, a lot of these other people within IL are trying to get them to sign a bunch of different contracts and yeah. whatnot, and we just didn't want to – full of that just hey you show up on these days you're just signing for your your pay and what's your um what date you're coming so that was, yeah. that was exactly all, what i was asking yeah, all man, these thanks. athletes now need a good accountant yeah. too rick so uh <laughs> gotta have that in a good lawyer so princepscamps.com it's in show notes at rickandbubba.com at 75 dollars. and uh for those of you that can get to the birmingham area mountain brook high school is coming your way this saturday and and oh and i saw you and uh, my brother talking in the break you know my nephew uh, Coach Burgess, uh, when you were at Grayson, and you said you remembered him there, and yes. uh, and it's a small world, isn't it? Small world, man. Coach Burgess, he he was always one of the cooler coaches. Like when we used to try to sneak into the equipment room, he wouldn't tell us and stuff like that. Now he, I love Coach Burgess, man. Good dude, man. Good dude. Well, we'll definitely <laughs> tell you what he loves Christmas lot. Yes, he does. <laughs> so, uh, guys, thank you for joining us. Congratulations on taking advantage of what I think you guys should be able to do, uh, and that is to be able to monetize uh, all the hard work you guys have put in and also help out uh, some aspiring athletes at the same time and give some kids a really cool experience. Thanks for being with us. We'll Good be luck right to you. Good yeah. luck, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't Seven minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. MyPillow.com. Have you gone there right now? You know 0% financing is now an option at MyPillow.com. Yes, sir. Uh, go there right now. If you get an order over 50 bucks, um, anything above that, you can finance at 0% free money. Uh, the My Slippers that Bubba and I, man, we love those. I, I wear mine every single day. Uh, and I'm still wearing them, even though it's summer, even though they're, they're, they, they've are they're they got a little warming in. I wear them just because I like how comfortable they are. Uh, when I get home, I immediately, once I get out of the shower, I, I go back into those and walk around the rest of the day. I, Sherry doesn't know this. I've actually worn them to the grocery store. Uh, you know how sometimes you've got your indoor shoes on and you just don't want to go have to put other shoes on? I just I just went on down the store in them. Um, but they were comfortable. They got they got a good sole on. Uh, but anyway, so uh, those are forty percent off. A six piece my pillow towel set uh, right now is only forty four ninety eight. It was sixty five dollars, and of course the premium my pillow 
is twenty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings. Uh, so go to mypillow.com right now. Enter the code Bubba right there where it says radio listeners in that square. Enter the code Bubba. Let the savings begin and take advantage of zero percent financing while it is still available. If you want to go big, how bizarre! Look around the wacky world. How bizarre! How bizarre! Look around the wacky. Ooh baby, ooh baby, I said it's making me crazy. Bubba, we have, um, uh, you know, there's been, a, I, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but in areas where they've decided to demonize and defund police, crime is on the rise. I know. Who saw that coming? Oh, that happened. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, so, we, but, but we have one, you know, crime is, is, is just is, is surging uh, in, uh, in Brooklyn and in New York. Uh, and right now, in broad daylight, we, you're going to see a thief attempt to rob a passerby but loses his pants That's yes yeah his yeah, shorts yeah. become a problem there's, there's no yeah. audio here it's a security camera so mm-hmm. look he's trying to beat the guy up you know right. you always love getting jumped in broad daylight in brooklyn mm-hmm. they're already now coming, his pants down. Are coming look, down now his pants are coming down and, and now his drawers are down and the guy's and, hanging on and dragging them down look and i like that and he look <laughs> down he goes <laughs> <laughs> he tripped on his drawers yeah. and now everybody's got yeah. him here comes flip flops i'd like to see him help a little bit more look at the guy in the black shirt he's trying his best to not help but what Look, 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 well, you, you ain't touch to, nobody. You have to assess the situation no. to see. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Still trying. Is he going back even after pulling yeah. his pants? Somebody hit him. What? What? Whatever happened to the days where you just come and punch yeah. somebody? Stop it. So, yeah, they had plenty of time to take him down. When his pants were tied around so, his ankle, that's yeah. when you knock him down. I, I would have form tackled Once I saw there was no gun, I would have form tackled him. And, I mean, I'm talking about. I think it's pretty obvious there is no when gun because he's been exposed. When both right. hands are down pulling your pants you up. You got him. You can absolutely cold cough oh, the guy at that point. He no. has no defense. What exactly. about when you look up and this bunch is coming to help you? Yeah, that, that bunch. That's a really, small, look, look, that's look a that small bunch. He's moved in twice. He ain't touched them, but now he's behind the fence. Yeah, now look, now he's hiding. Look, you let the poor guy get beat look, up again. Look, no, no. Let me give that guy credit. He, he ain't going to give up what he's got. Mm-mm. That guy ain't going to get what look, he's got. No. I can see you approach the situation carefully. No you got You got to analyze no it. Doubt. But, but after the guy's pants fall down, he does. He obviously doesn't have. Have weapon. you show? Have y'all ever tripped no. with your pants down like that? No, I mean not not like robbing somebody, but yeah, like right. trying to put them on I like you got anybody like you got years. one leg in and then you're going to get the other leg. You got some then, weird story. You and then you fall them? trying to get dressed. So, you ever done that I where have, you fall and you catch yourself? You haven't tried to balance I like I'm, one I'm, leg. I, I don't know, Speedy. I've I've never been running away having to get my pants. Well, no, I'm just saying. I usually pull I'm just saying up. trip with your pants at, at your ankles. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, you need to just stop in the yeah. closet what? and like yeah, in like the I'm like I'm getting dressed and I got one leg in and I'm trying to balance with the other. I have and then that. I, I yeah. go to take are, a step are, and are, I'm like, oh. did you just crawl you out a window by any chance? <laughs> yeah, you're in a dumpster. Bring that up. Bring that up. That's just wrong. Just stop talking. Was, I was just. Yeah, I think he brought Jesus. it up. For me. Yeah, I heard. Stop talking. Right now is the time. Has anybody ever like felt in yeah, the closet getting on. ready? Still, yes. Still outside going, of that, no. Still yeah, well, I think I said not robbing somebody. You know, yeah, I but, said that early. I don't think we're talking about. No, we're, nobody <laughs> in here is talking nobody about even thief. I'm just talking about that video. Thievery's not part of this. Okay. I just didn't know because you just said. But to answer your question, no. You haven't. No. Wow. I'm balanced. I usually have the ability to put my pants on. Yeah. 
It hadn't happened. Now, if I was in a hurry, if I was in a hurry, no, the one, the one leg back. I have had mine fall down a couple of times, like when I had my arms full walking mm-hmm. up the steps, right. and they they'll fall down. And you're like, well, mm-hmm. what I do here? Well, that's the reason it's why like I went three legged. They, they fell no. all the way down. Is that what you're saying? Uh, pretty close. No, <laughs> no, you're all over that. The re- that's the reason why I went to a fob separated from my keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain shorts I have, and my keys are in my front pocket. They yeah. fall down. Well, and two, if you're if you're you built like, a belt. if you're built like me, a Jim belt George. doesn't help because the belt's on the wrong side of the curve. You know? Gotcha. All it's doing is pushing them down. It's you already might, on its way out. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah I mean, and, right. and it just looks funny to wear suspenders with shorts. I mean, mm-hmm. people will talk. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a good point. It's a great point. You know, that's what I always loved about overalls. It was actually <laughs> suspenders built in. Let me yeah. tell you. You know, yeah. <laughs> you come out of Leisure. So let me tell you something. If you've got suspenders with shorts and you're not a clogger, <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah. I mean, that, if you're not <laughs> at, at Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. If, you, if you're not celebrating your Germany and their heritage. I mean, you got problems. I yeah. love when the thief though was was trying to get away and he went to go run and they read it and he, he yeah. couldn't run. He tripped. I don't know why somebody put a shoulder into it. I know. Whether it, they all had flip flops on, they couldn't get their. Well, take these flip flops off and hit somebody. Nah. He's robbing somebody. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. show from the broadcast plaza and teleport 27 years still rolling speedy the real greg burgess helmsy eddie van adler all here rick and bubba university today an exit interview is still to come we say goodbye uh, to student boom boom bazooka today bye boom boom uh we send her out into the world clutching a degree in common sense from rick and bubba university picking and cheering is still here she's still got a week or two left we welcome back Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for joining us. Uh, Bubba, you know one of my favorite things? <laughs> I, I love when someone uh, in uh, in politics talks down to me. That's my favorite. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's so funny to watch the, the the leftists in our country because they want, they want so much to be given tyrannical control. I mean, they want it. They want it. They want it. They just want it. And our founding fathers warned us about this. Do not allow them to have it because yep. you'll never get it back. And they, then they'll abuse it. Yeah. So as I said on yesterday's program, liberty comes with risk. It always has, always will. Our Cuban brothers and sisters in the golden ticket seats are saying amen. And uh, so free Cuba. So, uh, so anyway, uh, and it must make you all sick to watch our country try to head in the direction that you guys had to flee from. Amen. Uh, but anyway, I mean, don't give it back. Once people have died to give it to you. 
so anyway, um, and and so Gavin uh, Newsom, uh, California's uh, tyrannical king. Yeah. Uh, now he's facing a recall vote, right? Yeah, Coming right. up. And you, did you see who's leading the polls in that? Jenner. No, no, <laughs> no. She's not. She's not doing well, too I'm good, doing and she's well. she's being criticized because she's in Australia trying to run her campaign from across oh. the ocean, which I don't get. Right. Uh, Larry, Larry Elder. Larry Elder, the, the talk show Come host. Come on, Larry. Larry Elder. Yeah. By the he, way, he's like leading the polls yeah. on the other candidates. I don't know how he's comparing to him. Mm. Didn't he get some ruling, too, that recently that somebody tried to come after him and and he got a ruling in his favor or something? I don't remember. But anyway, uh, the, 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 the king of California, uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, has compared, and we've got the, the – the, well, I'll just let him say it in his own words. Here he is. Uh, we, we call it Video 4. Uh, you'll call it uh, Gavin Newsom's comment about the unvaccinated people of California. Here it is. It's a choice to live with this virus. And with all due respect, you don't have a choice to go out and drink and drive and put everybody else's lives at risk. That's the equivalent – of this moment with the deadliness and efficiency of the Delta virus. You're putting other people's, innocent people's lives at risk. So he, he is comparing the unvaccinated uh, as drunk drivers. Of course, here I go. All I could see was that lady over a sign who wasn't six feet away. You know, I can't, I can't pay attention when that. It's kind of hard to take him serious when he was, you know, passing all these edicts to keep everybody locked down, and then he goes out to eat with a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't get that out of my mind. He can say what he wants to, but we know what he did. So he obviously was not buying into it. He didn't do what he told everybody else to do. I guess he was drinking and driving that night. Yeah, yeah. How about he says the equivalent? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He was out there tearing it up. You know, mm-hmm. having a good one, mm-hmm. having a rounder. Uh, breathe. I mean, if that's what we're going to use as a comparison, yeah. right? But I think there's a big difference in <laughs> in uh, somebody who is, uh, you know, who, who is choosing alcohol versus you're wanting to put something in my arm. You know, well, that's it, a, that that that, that very really is it's a real stupid comparison, honestly. Well, it it goes back to it's like the government has never learned; they just have never learned. <clears throat> There's certain things you do and you don't do. If you, you first of all, let me give everybody a heads up. This decided to run for office and say, and you won, okay? And you're you're right now in government. I'm just gonna tell you something. It's gonna hurt your feelings, and it may not be your fault. It may be people before you or whatever. People do not trust you, just so you know, uh, because uh, the government has proven to be untrustworthy. And our founding fathers said, give them the least amount of power you possibly can, because they can't handle it. They'll always abuse it. So no offense, I'm sorry. Appreciate you running. Hope you're making a difference where you are. But if you are currently in government, most people don't trust you. I'm sorry. So so what you have to understand is, well, then I need to do something that doesn't affirm that. I need to do something that makes them trust me. Now, right now, if I were trying to make people take the vaccine, let me tell you what I would not do. I would not act more tyrannical and act like I'm going to force you to do it. Yeah. And act like the government's going to come get you door to door. All of these are monumental mistakes. Yeah. Because what that does is take the, those that already are un, they don't trust you. Now they trust they you really even less because they're like, see, this is exactly what I was worried about. Yeah. You are confirming the fear that they have. What you should say is, hey, we live in a constitutional republic. Uh, there are certain liberties that the people of America are afforded. However, I would like for you to understand as we're in a historic pandemic, okay, 
We, we think right now, if, you, if you'll research it yourself, well, here's what we believe. Now, you shouldn't hide information. You shouldn't uh, you know, cancel people who would like to talk about it, who've been researching the technology and the science since 87, and just say, don't think I would give it to uh, children because uh, uh, I don't think that's necessary. Numbers don't show that. Uh, but I will say for rest of America, yes, it is possible with any vaccine or any pharmaceutical that you could have a side effect. That is possible, and in very few cases we've seen it. Now, we have seen side effects, but as far as severe side effects, that number is not very big at yeah, all. Aspirin has side effects. Right? But don't act like it doesn't exist at all. It right. does exist, and we're open about that. And it's unfortunate. We wish that hadn't happened. Right. However, I think most of you, if you look into your own personal lives, this is just me making an appeal because you know what? You're free people. I'm making an appeal. I believe for us to get past this and get our lives back, we need the vaccine. Okay? And if you look at people in your life, you will probably find people you know that there have been people that have gotten very, very sick, been hospitalized, or died from COVID. I don't think you'll find that many people that have been vaccinated that have had severe side effects that have been hospitalized and died. Everything is a risk-benefit. I would encourage you that for some of you, the vaccine is safer than you getting the, the virus. Yep. And I would encourage you to, to look at it that way. Make your own decisions, but, but, but for us to get to the other side, we're going to have to have vaccinated people and herd immunity. Also, it happened to me yesterday. I, I had someone, I, it's like they don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, I, they were telling me about the vaccine. I said, I certainly understand. I said, now tell me what y'all what, I know there's people that have been fully vaccinated that are getting the variant, but they're not getting really sick with it. So far. Yeah, I've met so, a couple of them. So far. Mm-hmm. I said, what about the antibodies people? Are you seeing them get it too? Uh, well, you know, um, so we, re- you know, we really don't know. So you don't, you don't know. Uh, but, but we think you should go ahead and get the vaccine anyway. But, but They're not tracking those as close yeah, but, as you'd like for them to. No. But I, what I'd like to know is now, based, based, based <clears throat> on science, well, I just think it'll, it'll give you more protection. But well, I'd like this question answered. Have you seen that antibody people with natural antibodies are also testing positive and they're also not getting sick? Are they testing positive at all? Uh, do we have people that, are, that have the antibodies? Not people who had it and maybe their antibodies went down. They currently have antibodies. The test shows it. They still got the variant, and they too didn't get really sick. Do we even have any that have caught it? Or, hey, tell you what, we had some that got really sick and we're not seeing that with the vaccinated people. Might be that. But, no. I mean, but we, we kind of need that information. And, and it's like if you ask that question, it's almost like you're not allowed to ask it. What, what about the people with the natural antibodies? It's like, it's like everybody just gets two blocked. I mean, you certainly. You mean the free range? Yeah, certainly. Organic. Hey, do we not have that information? Certainly it's out there. I think, it? I mean, I you actually said this off air yesterday. I think to your point about vaccinated people, it's it's just – it's neater. It's cleaner for them. See, the medical, senior to monitor. And yes, I, you could say that. Because say, it's hey. like, okay, I got vaccinated. Here's my card. Yeah. If I had COVID, it's like, all right, when would you get it? Have you checked? When's the last time you checked yeah. your antibodies? Yeah. And I, yeah. There's these that's, unknowns. That's real messy. Yeah. That's to, hard to, to, keep to the medical with. field it is. It's yeah. cleaner to say vaccinated, mm-hmm. unvaccinated. Right. And I get that. And I, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm, but I wish we'd just say that. Yeah, I agree. You know, well, we, we think, it, well, you know, uh, then you send me an article. Well, you know, they, they suggested you still get it. I got that. I know about that. I know they're right. suggesting that, but yeah. I'd like to know why. Yeah. And, and, and you're saying you should because we've seen that you really need to or it's going to be really bad. 
but but I mean that's fine. I mean, and you know, mm-hmm. and you could even say this because this does happen. Uh, you probably might get a little sicker than other people for a day or two because you've already got the antibodies reacting to the vaccine, but you'll be fine. Just, just hey, go get it on a Thursday, miss Friday, you'll be back to work on Monday, take some Advil, go to sleep. But then you're going to have even stronger protection, and we know it's stronger because of this research. Right? I mean, is that unreasonable? I mean, That's what they're saying. I, I don't know where they're getting it all from. See, I, where is here, – here, here's all the antibody people who still got the variant, and, man, they had a hard time with it. Where is that? Because from what I've seen, 99% of the sick and the dying are never had it unvaccinated. Right. Rick, you going to get that guy got after Tucker Is, is that true? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In constant sorrow. Uh, 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. You can find those at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. Uh, Here we go. Moving to August the 6th. Uh, Looking forward to speaking in Huntsville, Alabama, Mount Zion Baptist Church. It is a men's event. Uh, It's called uh, uh, Faith and Football, uh, and you can, uh, and and we call it Reman, like a reboot to manhood, and we'll be there. On the 6th of August. So you can see that in Huntsville, the 12th, Man Church at First Baptist Church, Athens, in Athens, Alabama. I'll be there for that. They're doing the curriculum, and then uh, Sherry Night is sold out. But we look forward to being with all of you. And from what I've gathered from Olive, uh, because of this show, you guys are coming from all over the country uh, for the Together Marriage Conference at Olive uh, Baptist Church in Pensacola. And uh, Shane and Shane will be in concert Saturday night. Sherry and I will be doing those two sessions on Saturday afternoon as we all. Enjoy a great weekend in beautiful Pensacola, Florida. Uh, August the 21st, part of Catalyst Weekend, uh, Rich Wingo and I will be in Cape Girardeau, Missouri at Linwood Baptist Church. Shane and Shane in concert again Friday night. Uh, Rich and I do the one-day man church uh, on Saturday morning. Then they have a women's uh, uh, gathering coming up that Saturday afternoon. So it's a big weekend for that church. Uh, those details are there at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events as well. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. And as far as Man Church is involved, other speakers going out uh, August 8th. Rich Wingo will be over there at First Baptist Columbus. Uh, and then also Rich Wingo will be in Op, Alabama, Westview Baptist Church on August the 13th. Uh, Brian Gunn will be at Enon Baptist Church in Morris, Alabama, August the 15th. And Scott Dawson will be at First Baptist Church, Troy, Alabama, August 16th. Uh, so those are all other man churches going on with other speakers from the manchurch.com. All right, so Bubba, we said free Cuba. Free, free, it is Cuba, right? <laughs> Cuba. And, Cuba. Isn't that Cuba. the right way to say it, Cuba? Yes, sir, Cuba. 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 Uh, so we have Raul and Jose here today. Raul, is it Alonzo? Yes, sir. And then Jose Gonzalez? Gonzalez, yes. Uh, you, you guys are, are from Cuba. Yes, sir. Yes, we're born in yes. Cuba. Yeah, so tell us the story about your family coming to America. You want to start? Yeah, sure. So uh, at the age of seven years old, about actually 50 years ago, April 6th of this year is our 50th anniversary. Uh, my daddy had just passed away four years before. Mm-hmm. My mom was a widow. And so my sister and I, my sister was 11, I was seven, came over to this country and uh, 
you know, the one thing I remember clearly is is the uh, the public executions on TV. They were mm. they would put on TV to control. And my mom says, you know, I'm not going to stay in this country no matter what. You know, so she left uh, five siblings on on her side and nine siblings on uh, on my on my late dad's side, uh, my blood daddy. Uh, so we came over. Uh, she was a widow. We came over to this country. We had a sponsor in the U.S. It was uh, actually her aunt. Uh, excuse me, my aunt. It was her sister. Um, lived in. Um, in apartments, uh, in a time when kids weren't allowed to, uh, actually in Miami, kids were not allowed in, in some of these uh, apartments. So we had to kind of, we kind of had to hide and, and plead, you know, hey, let our kids, you know, my mom would, yeah. would plead for us. But my mom became a seamstress. She later remarried to uh, my stepdad, who, uh, you know, who, who raised me for 40 years. He, my dad has a different story. He's a POW in Castle Jail for 12 years. Wow. Came over on, a sh- on a, actually a 10-foot dinghy. Traveled down to uh, Venezuela. I got picked up by a natural gas tanker um, from from Houston, Texas, and uh, they told him, "Where do you want to go?" He goes, "I want you know political exile." So he ended up in 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 the U.S. Met my mom two years later, but but anyways, my mom uh, you know passed away just Christmas, and mm. uh, and it's uh, it was special special fifty year anniversary. We had a little freedom party at our house, uh, you know, just giving her uh, you know the big kudos, and obviously the the red, white, and blue. Uh, we're Americans, you know, we're first Americans. Uh, we love this country. Uh, we love the Christ-centered. My mom says, I'm never going to raise you in this country, in a country where it's atheist. Um, Amen. You know, so uh, that's that's pretty much the story. It's, it's uh, If anything that my mom did um, and that I owe her, that was the number one thing. I mean, she was the mom, you know, ideal mom, you know, raised us. Uh, she was a seamstress, always stayed at home and, and uh but that's just a story. It's it's a small story, but it's a it's a it's a story that that compels uh, a lot of Cubans in this country, Cuban Americans. Yeah. Why we love freedom? Why we love this country so much? And allow us to to speak freely, and 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 praise God for now. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. For now, yes. Jose. So tell me your family story. Well, uh, my 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 story. It's uh, my uh, father and mother. I have a brother and sister. We also left left Cuba. In, um, in 1972, we went to Spain. We, we had family in Spain and also in the United States. And similar to Raul, uh, they, they paid for us, gave money to the government for us to be able to leave. And when we left Cuba, uh, all of our belongings, we had to give it to the communist government. And in, in my case, um, I, um, I was born in a very small town. It's called Victoria Las Tunas in Oriente, Cuba. And uh, my maternal grandfather was the town doctor there. So he built he, the first clinic in Victoria Las Tunas. And um, in, uh, when, when uh, we left Cuba, even though uh, that building was supposed to belong to our family, the Cuban government took it. Mm-hmm. And now, if you go there now, it, I believe it's a hotel now mm. belonging uh, to the government there. One thing that... Uh, when uh, that my, my father told me was when we came to this country, talking about the illegal aliens and all of that, well, when we came to this country, I was 10 and a half years old, and basically my father said, well, we've been here for two weeks. Now it's time for us to work, so we were able to rent the house for ourselves. So I actually started working being a milkman when I was 10 and a half years old. <laughs> I, I hated that completely, <laughs> but basically and the money was for for the families will be able to ask to be able to rent. Yeah. And uh, well, hang on that. Let's come back. So so we'll finish the story with Jose. You came over, your dad said we've been here two weeks, we gotta get to work. 
What a concept. And then we'll come back and we'll hear the rest of Jose's story. And then we want to talk to you guys about what's currently going on. And what can we do as a country to help, once again, maybe a chance to help the people who are not free that are still in Cuba. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, our guests Raul Alonzo and Jose Gonzalez, uh, their families uh, fled uh, communist Cuba, uh, and they are Americans. And, and Jose, you were telling us so you and your family get here in '72, uh, and then yes. your dad says we've been here two weeks. Time to go to work. Yes, exactly. And what uh, actually my father showed me, he worked all his life hard when he went to this country. And uh, to me, it's a blessing what my parents did in order for me to come to this country and for my brother and sister. I'm, I'm an electrical engineer. Um, my brother's doing well, my, my sister as well, because of my family, what my father and mother did of coming to this country. So basically, I was 10 and a half years old, and at that time, I actually hated it. I didn't want to go to work, but uh, I, I had to. And I've been working all my life. And based on what my uh, father told me to do, which which I did, I actually became an engineer now because I hated being a milkman. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it didn't help you find what you wanted to do, but it let you know what you yeah, didn't want to got do. Got the mark exactly. off one. So let's talk R- about Rick. I think this yeah. is very critical yeah, because there's critical. so many Americans, um, everybody pay attention, young Americans that do not realize how Cuba got into this mess to begin with. They're a, a, a Marxist communist regime that just keeps the people beat down. But how did it happen? Will you, will you address the Basti- yeah, sure. Batista years and how Castro came to power and how he sold this? So, so Batista was, uh, was just a, another dictator. Uh, there, there was enterprise, free enterprise, but he would still control. He, he, he was, was corrupt. Yeah, yeah, he was corrupt. There's a lot of corruption. So people thought, hey— it can't get worse than this, and and, and our own families they support it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our uh, they even supported the, the Fidel. Fidel came down the mountain. You know, hey, you know, I'm I'm Catholic. He had his rosary, and you know, uh, he had all the all the anoint anointing of the people. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, then then he turns back on us. But I want to I want to just address something. A lot of young people think, you know, hey, let's let's divide the wealth. I hear people, I say, well, how can you divide the wealth? So you take, you take a thousand people and you say, oh, look, here's a hundred dollars. We're going to divide a thousand mm-hmm. people, you know, do the math. Give me a break guys. <laughs> and how long is that? The people that are producing a thousand dollars, where are they at? Are they going to have any motivation? Right. You know, and then they do this divisiveness. They divide the poor and they divide the rich. Well, they, they did this race thing and that's what we're seeing in this country. They're dividing right, right. us. And, and I talked to a lot of people that are, that are minorities and, and, and and they they're not they're not about that. And I tell people, I said the the media is just a propaganda machine, just like it was in Cuba. It was mm-hmm. a propaganda machine. They were pushing a narrative, and this is why I I'm so so disgusted with with politics, the left, and even the right. They're always pushing a media, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so I, I you know what I love about this show is you guys are focused on on God centered, yeah. and and that's that's where it needs to be. But we still need to educate the young people and and. You know, removing guns isn't the answer. Yeah, tell it, them how that took place in Cuba. Yeah, that's uh, uh, when Castro comes into power and he's saying, oh, well, I'm here to help everyone. One of the slogans that Castro had, okay, it was called, we're going to say it in Spanish and I'll translate it to, to English. It was called Armas para que, 
weapons for what? According to Castro and his people, mm-hmm. they were there to help everyone. So the government was going to help everyone. If there was a bad guy, they're the ones that are going to have the guns to help the mm-hmm. bad guy. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a good book uh, by Armando Valladares that it was called Against All Hope, Contra Toda, Contra Toda La Esperanza. And on that book, what actually Armando Valladares says, talking about weapons and all of that, uh, Armando Valladares was more or less like me. I worked for the government. He worked for the government. And in my cubicle, and he also in his cubicle, I'm trying to put it together, I have the Bible. This guy, Armando Valladares, had the Bible. Well, since he was not, he basically he said, no, I am not against the slogan that Castro is saying about armas para qué. Based on that, at night, they went to his house. Somehow they found a gun on his house, which he didn't have a gun. They put him in jail for 26 years for saying that he was a Christian and he was against people having guns. So, so you're saying that what they started out, Castro said, look, I'm going to make this place safe. So I'm going to take all the guns out of society, and we, the government, will have them. Now, you also said that he said, and the police force we have now is not good enough, so he formed his own police force. Is exactly. that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, he removed all the, he removed all the uh, policemen that were before uh, with the previous dictator, and he says they're going to make one that is better. So l- let's review this again. So the three components you see. They played groups against groups, mm-hmm. okay, tribalism, forced mm-hmm. them into tribalism. They took up the guns under the guise of being safer, and then they dismanded the police, disbanded the police mm-hmm. for a, a better setup. What's amazing about tribalism— Have we heard those three before? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. They sound amazingly familiar. Mm-hmm. You know, Talking about the tribalism, I'm going to give you um, a story that actually happened to me and my mother in Cuba. As I said at the, at the, at the beginning, is uh, I am from a small town, and that small town, my maternal grandfather was the doctor. And back then, if you were a doctor, you're like that, that god of that particular town. Mm-hmm. So once uh, my maternal grandfather, the doctor, dies, my mother and I, uh, in Cuba, everyone, they give you a little piece of paper saying everything what you're supposed to have in your house to eat. Well, the paper is like monopoly money. They tell you you're going to have a piece of bread, but you go to the store, you're in a, in a line for a long time, and at the end, when you go into the store, there's nothing. Right. When one day I was with my mother in this long line, it was a lot of humidity, we were sweating, and there were people in line. Already they knew that we were wanting to leave Cuba, and if you are already on the, uh, saying that you want to leave Cuba, they will call you gusano, warm. Mm-hmm. So in this line that everyone is hungry, we're, we're the same. There were people saying communism is great because we're here in line <laughs> with the daughter of the town doctor. Again, we were all hungry. We were the same, but still in the mentality of the communists, you're saying. they're trying de- yes. to divide so the us. People. They're saying, look, the doctor sad. is yep. in the same line we're in, but they, they're not thinking, but right. we're all in the line right. <laughs> for, for food that, that may not even be there by the time it's our turn. Yeah, and that's what they so do. everybody's miserable together. Yes, exactly. And, and that's you know the what's amazing? Is- the way they can keep that is like this. In every neighborhood, there's one guy that is called a chibato. Snitch. It's a snitch, but everyone knows that. I bet he lives differently. So, 
Exactly. The difference is if you're supposed to have a piece of bread, which you do not do not have, that guy has a piece of bread and maybe butter. Actually, it, yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> maybe it, that's how they keep you. It's mm-hmm. funny because because you know we were in Cuba. You know our neighbors, they don't. They were black, white. It didn't matter. We were all Cubans. Right. right. You know when I came to this country, there was like this differentiation. Why do why do we call ourselves African American? Why do we call Hispanic Americans? I said I thought we were all Americans. You know right. why like, can't we be? Well, you're about to get canceled. Be careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, same. Uh, you know uh, my mom my mom would uh, would listen to to radio talk show. I mean in Miami you talk about. I mean Rush Limbaugh was nothing. I mean this. Yeah. I mean radio talk show in Miami was big and and I always used to hear her say, well you know these guys they sound like communists, and I'm like. What is she talking about? She was talking about how the liberals were speaking. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. She saw it. She saw it. And, you know, I, we were young, and we would laugh at it. Now, you know, we're like, my gosh, we're responsible adults now. You know, after we hit 25, 30, we became engineers. And, you know, in our respective fields, we realized, wow, what, what, what this is coming to. And, and, and again, um, you know, the thing is they want to, to make everybody up here. They just brought us down. They didn't bring those people up, right? D- didn't you say you guys say? And, and then we're gonna we'll come back again. I'm gonna do one more segment because now we got to talk about what can we do for yeah, yeah. for what Cuba. What can we do? But you know, it's it's kind of hard for a country to do anything for a country that's under government oppression who desires to also be under <laughs> government oppression. But but anyway, but there's still some liberty loving people here that want to they want the people of Cuba to be free, uh, and we don't apologize for communism like some of the uh, political movements in our country because we know what happens. They're, they're, the ruling class, and I, I don't know how many more times we have to say this, the ruling mm. class will not live like the rest of the people. Right. True. The, the middle class goes away. It's extremely wealthy and dirt right. poor. Exactly. And, 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 and I don't know why. I mean, I mean you, all you have to do, here's two people whose families lived it. But see, Rick, I so mean, many, it's not like they don't know what they're talking about. So many about. Americans don't know. They haven't been taught. They haven't seen right. the documentaries. They don't know people who, who went through this. And they're blinded by it because, you know, honestly, uh, and we've talked about this, socialism, Marxism, communism is an easy sale to uninformed people because it sounds like Santa Claus. It it's just free this, free that. Bernie Sanders, hey, come get one. You don't. It sounds good, but when the door slams, it's and the lights come on, it's bad. Well, and it goes back to this. And tell me if I'm wrong, guys, from what your family's experienced. We've done stories when it leaks out. You know, where they try to keep everything, but people can get information out, especially with technology. You got it when they're allowed to use it. The government stores. Guess who gets what they need first. The ruling class, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they ne- they always have toilet paper. They always have feminine products. They always have bread. They always have medicine. They always have the hygiene stuff that you need. They have everything they need, and then the people go scrounge for what's left. So there may be a government store, and you go, oh, great, a government store. But you walk in, and all you can have is what's available. If they got a good deal on, on uh, lima beans, then you've got shelves full of cans of beans because mm-hmm. they got a deal on it. And that's all you got. And I don't know why y'all don't know that. And the reason why you don't know that is because you've never lived it. These people know. And, and, and their families experience this. And then what happened? If you were well-to-do, uh, when, when the communists took over, they come to get your stuff. So the people that, yeah. had, that could help, they, they're not able to help. And, and, you know, the one thing is, is in Cuba, if, if you wore a certain clothes, like a certain color, that was a threat to, to the existence of, of, of the government. If you uh, profess Jesus Christ 
as your Lord and Savior or anything religious, that was a threat. Mm-hmm. There's a test that we at Cuba that said, you know, open your hands, close your eyes, ask, ask God yeah, I remember for this. candy. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and then do that again. And then you ask the government for candy. And so we were ingrained in that. I mean, as a, as a child at seven years old, I, I was told, hey, the, the, the Yankees are bad. Because that's what they consider, yeah, the Yankees yeah. are bad. Well, I'm still, I'm here, I'm still waiting for that Yankee that's bad because I got <laughs> off the boat. I mean, the, the plane in and, and 1971, and I'm like, my goodness, un, unparalleled amount of food you could eat. Yeah. I mean, and we weren't like, we weren't rich. We, we were. But you we didn't were, have to worry about eating. Did right. You? I mean, we got. 24-7. You know, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to worry about that, and we could sleep at night. And but my mom was traumatized, though. She she was afraid of authority. Oh, I'm sure. Well, you know what? And so am I. Uh, some of it. Uh, so I'm I'm afraid of a big central government. Yeah. Because my the founders told me to be. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. So what can we do right now today? Yeah. How can we help? And we'll talk about that when we come back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, go to cordbuddy.com right now or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. It is the best guitar learning system uh, that has ever been created because you're playing music the very first day. The Chord Buddy attaches to the neck of the guitar. You hold chords just by pushing buttons. And then you learn like training wheels to take, take off the buttons then start holding the chords yourself. But the very first day, you're playing guitar, which keeps uh, you or, or your kid interested. Uh, some great um, uh, some great deals available at ChordBuddy.com. They've even got one that includes a ukulele if you want to go see that there. They've got 4,000 new guitars that have just come in. So go to ChordBuddy.com right now or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Talking to Raul Alonso, Jose Gonzalez. Um, they are Cubans. Uh, who came to America. They call themselves Americans who happen to be Cuban. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, their family fled Castro uh, to get here, and uh, we're looking at another opportunity maybe to help the people of Cuba. Yeah, I, I want to ask you guys quickly because our policy has been to isolate, embargo. Obama tried to open some of that up. Uh, Trump shut some of that back down. Um, it makes sense that, that an embargo hurts the people, but it, what is the best route? To, from from being on the ground, knowing people there, how, how can we as a government help, and does the embargo help or hurt? The, the issue with the embargo is um, opening up the embargo will actually help the communist government, right. not the people. It, it's hard to say that, but it's— Because they're going to they're take the stuff first, exactly. and it's not going to sure. trickle down. Sure, because the food is not is going to be affected. The, the communists are still going to feed their, their, right. their elite groups. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not— I mean, the hospitals, they're not going to get any better. Uh, the meals, they aren't going to have the meds. There's going to be no freedom. Right. And the one thing that I keep, I keep hammering on is that it, it, communism is an atheist ideology, and you've already engraved people in his mindset for 62 years. Even the cousins of mine, they come over, and I actually introduced them to the Bible. You know, they, they didn't understand. Right. Uh, and, and to this day, you know, they're agnostic slash atheist. Um, so... The embargo is not going to do. It's not going to do anything. And I know people out there going to. They're hearing things, but listen. Talk to a Cuban. Don't right. Google it because the so, where the source is coming from. You stirred somebody. I thought somebody's rolling something down. Now here comes the, government, the, the Cuban government. <laughs> no so freedom. what you're saying is embargoes help 
Because the people in power. The people, if, if you, I mean, if you don't, embargo. if you don't use the embargoes, because if you take away the embargoes and you think, oh look, all this money's flowing into Cuba, it just flows right to the communists. What happens is this: what's it doesn't flow to the people. That's what's correct. important to know is in Cuba, you have actually when you talk about uh, the grocery store or um, the pharmacies and all of that in Cuba, they have you can say they have two sets of everything. They have a grocery store for the tourists. And the people in power. Oh, of course, yeah. And then you have a grocery store for the masses. Yeah, right. That's, yep. the, that's the grocery store that, mm-hmm. that you're in line for a long, long time. When you get to the front of the, um, um, of the store, there's hardly anything. Right, and what on. they do, they have special setups for when people come, like when our politicians go over there. And that's why the, the people on the left come back and go, we were over there, it looks great. Yeah. The, the, the medical looks great, everything looks great. Cause so, they, exactly. they, 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 it's a facade. So to it make a, a real lasting change what can we do as americans i believe at this moment is again i don't know how we can do this but i believe with satellites you can the most what you can do is provide the internet to the masses be able for them to see it and to use it in order for them to be able to what they're doing before to gather in different cities so they know what's going on in the island. And, and I also provide them the news, and communication. And I think economic, I think the world, and, and I see this in, in, in these, uh, uh, I call them the, the Wi-Fi, underground Wi-Fi. It's like uh, the uh, Spain, they've got, they've got very hardcore conservatives that are pushing against, you know, uh, against the communists. I said, put the pressure on that government. Let the people keep their money. You know, the only place that Cubans aren't successful is in Cuba. Mm-hmm. We just had, you know, Huntsville, we just had a guy give a testimony on Wednesday. He said that, you know, they, they had a business. I mean, they, they started selling trinkets and stuff, and the communists came and said, hey, you know, you can't be doing it. He goes, why not? Because I said so, because we're the only ones that can do that. Right. So it's his mindset, and it's old school. It's, it's a hardcore com, uh, communist regime that's just... It, it's done. It's 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 proven it doesn't work anywhere. Well, one testimonial that we have even right here, my friend Raul and myself, we came with no money from Cuba. Our family brought us here, and here in this country, the sky is the limit. Him and I, we came with no money, and we work hard, and we both became engineers. Yeah, you, you are an incredible American story. Is there is there any military solution the U.S. can help you with? Because, you know, we're just old school, yeah, and I'm got, not saying it's right, you but know, we that, like to that, solve problems with Air Force. we got about you 30 know, seconds, really so what do you think of that? No, I it's, think it's the best thing is to give them, let, yeah. that has to come from the ground up, give them more information, the internet, so they can communicate, communicate within the island. It's a failed, it's failed before, it's failed. it failed in the turn of the century, in, in the 20th century, and, and it's not going to work. And it's, I mean, at the beginning, I would have thought, yeah, my dad, you know, was one that, that would have done that, but not today. I, I, I believe that it can be solved. And there's a new paradigm in Cuba. The new, there's artists and celebrities are going out and they're actually, they're, they're voicing themselves, hey, we can't make it. And, and, and again, they, they're not the hardcore like Jose and I as far as, I mean, but they are their own people. I think they got to get themselves out of this themselves with our support and our prayers, but not, in this, not feeding them, you know, because we're feeding the government. Right. If you send money, it goes to the government. If you try military, the people aren't armed. Right. So they, 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 that's really, not, there's not much they and, can do. They can't rise yeah. up militarily. Exactly. Which is the reason why they take the guns away. Uh, so it needs to be pressure 
of them getting a taste of freedom. The masses. The masses putting pressure. Kind of like how the, the Berlin Wall fell. Right, exactly. Almost yeah. like what we also did in South Africa. Nicaragua. With apartheid. Are looking at Cuba as the Berlin Wall. If it falls there, it's Yeah, they'll be worried. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're invested against it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleports a brand new hour would you like to be part i know the olympic games are going on but what about did you know the world games coming to birmingham usa on 2022 in 2022 you can get a vip package uh, to be there for the opening ceremonies uh get to meet country music stars sarah evans and randy owen as part of your vip package uh you can do that by going to rickandbubba.com clicking on contest Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here for a brand new hour. And welcome back, uh, Mr. Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and uh, we thank all of you for sharing a few hours with us each and every day. Graduation ceremony, uh, we got interns that came in, the first interns uh, we've had in a while because of the pandemic. Uh, we did open the intern program back up, uh, and uh, we've uh, graduated uh, one already. Millie Vanilli Wafer has uh, departed. And she's gone out to make an impact in the world with her degree in common sense. Today, we say goodbye to intern Boom Boom Bazooka. Boom Boom, last day today. It's really sad. Is it? Is it really? I don't know how I'm going to walk out of here. I know. Well, it's the feeling that uh, that most people have once they've been in here a little while. Uh, especially if we have a lot of food. But, but you don't um, have to get in here so early either. No. So uh, what, has that been the toughest climb for you is the hours, the time that you have to be there? No, not really. I'm a huge morning person. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the hardest part is restricting myself from all the food. Really? The food yeah. is always an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we call it the Rick and Bubba 20. We don't hear that word much, restricting from food. No. No, yeah, there's uh, there's much. plenty of it around. So you you came here uh, hoping you know to, to find some experience. What What did you learn here? I feel like I learned a lot of patience. Um <laughs> Not with y'all, not with y'all, just, you know, within myself, waiting to talk and learning more to listen and growing from there and learning how to talk, I guess, more so. It was kind of nerve-wracking going on the first time, but I feel like I'm slowly starting to get the hang of it. There you go. So what about your experience phone screening? Thank you, Rick. Talking to the I people. loved phone screening. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. Did, did. I did. I feel like I learned how to handle people better because the first couple times I didn't know how to, you know, say, hey, we're not taking callers right this second, but please feel free to call back later. It took a minute, but it's not bad. It was pretty, it was fun. Poor old guy there on line two. He's been on hold for 49 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The guy, uh, right right there, yeah. The guy on line one is, uh, 
I know him. <laughs> you do? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Would you like us to take his call? Oh, we can, yeah. Okay, all right. Or avoid his call. <laughs> Feel bad for the 49-minute guy, but I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead. All right, so. That's the other one's been on hold about 40 <laughs> seconds, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Coleman, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm terrific. Thank you. I won't keep you or the poor guy that's been waiting for 49 minutes, but I want to congratulate my goddaughter, Boom Boom Bazooka. How about that? Yeah. She, she's done a fantastic job. I loved listening to her, and I can't wait to see what she becomes. Well, you know what? Uh, she's She's got a good good work ethic, not a complainer like that, uh, so I think she'll do well. So so thanks, Godfather. I know she will. You're welcome. War Eagle, Kate. Oh, Where you go? Oh, there you go. So when do you graduate from college? College uh, summer of twenty twenty two. I pushed it back a little bit, <laughs> just by two months. Just by yeah. two months. No, that's not bad. Yeah. I, I pushed it back by two years. Yeah. I, that's what I wanted yeah. to do. Don't even talk to Bubba. Yeah, yeah, I pushed right. it back a decade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Buzzy. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah, look, I, I think that that I, I wouldn't even call that an honorary degree. You went to school there long. Ooh, I earned it, baby. You I earned it. it. You earned it. Yep. So what field do you want to go into? Public relations, um, something to do with either being a publicist, maybe in the music industry, or something to do with sports. How different is it behind the scenes now that you've, you've been here as opposed to just tuning in sometimes? It's com- I don't know. It's completely different. I mean, being in the middle of it all versus just – it's a different feeling. I don't know. I don't so, know how to describe it. Well, what Bubba's asking, because I know I was this way growing up listening to radio because I was really into it, trying to picture in your mind what it must – Yeah, what it looks what, like. Because I was always interested, like, right now, what are they doing? Like when they, you know, Of course, in those days, it was music playing. Yeah. But uh, because talk, talk radio really didn't exist except for the local, you know, two-hour guy who had two hours to talk about, you know, the various plants and gardening tips. But, swap but shop. You swap shop, that kind I of stuff. So I guess when you got here, was it like, this is what I thought it would be like? This is this is how I thought it would operate? Or was it surprising? Uh, it was a bit more surprising. I didn't think it would be truly this lighthearted. I didn't think that it would be fun on and off the camera. I thought it would be much more serious. Really? Okay, yes. You're saying you don't think we work? No, you it? guys are very okay. professional in everything that you do, but it's also it's nice to know that I don't have to hold my breath around y'all and freak out and feel nervous. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's around Speedy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> other, other, other than Speedy. That, that's the only thing. Rick. Well, no, it just, oh, it's just Adler. You, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Hey, he, that's the one. He's intense. In he is. He is. He is intense. <laughs> oh, look, his brother interned with us and it nearly was a family issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of – we learned a lot. Right, right, right. Here he goes, feeding lines. <laughs> okay. All right, so, so what do you think about Adler? Adler taught me what it looks like to be the living example of truth, bravery, wisdom, and physical fitness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where'd you get that statement? Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping you it's from the heart. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little rehearsed. Yeah. We're hoping you didn't learn anything from Greg. What's that mean? Which one's Greg? <laughs> no, say that. That's, that's, good. that's yeah. good. You know, Greg's that uncle that your parents say, "Look, you can you can interact with him, and just don't yeah. let just it to barbecue. Yeah, just <laughs> let don't, us, don't uh, get along with him. Right? Yeah, just let us know. You know, if he's here. Yeah, that kind no. of stuff. So, uh, so you you got? Did you were you familiar with the show at all before you got here? I know that you were friends with Caitlin. Really, so. really from Caitlin. My parents yeah. grew up listening. Um, we're originally from Birmingham. We're from Mountain Brook. We moved back to Fairhope in two thousand one, but. Uh, when my parents dated in high school, my dad was uh, working here in Birmingham. My mom was still in college at Swanee. And whenever she'd come visit, she used to listen to the show every morning. Okay. So when I told them about this, they 
They were fangirling, to say the least. Oh, <laughs> they were. Okay, so they were, they're glad you got to do Yes, that. yes. And, they're and, thrilled. And, yeah, well, I'm glad that it did help. Got to interact. Uh, you actually were, you know, the golden ticket era started back when you were here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was awesome getting to do that. Um, that also was a learning experience, I'd say, getting to help people out, guide them. Not much guiding, and just show them the rules and everything, and no. put them to the restroom. But <laughs> but, but, but you very know, important. That's public yeah, relations, right? Right. That's public relations. Learning to communicate because you do go in there and go over the little rule board yeah. in there, right, and all that kind of stuff. And then some of them totally disregard what you told them. But but I mean, uh, <laughs> you, but, you wasted <laughs> your breath. But don't worry. Do you remember that day? Do you remember that? Weren't you here that day that I, well, I said I got to ask you something? So did did we go over the thing where you tell them the things they can and can't do, and you were like. Yes, we did. And I said, okay. That makes <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, you that? yeah. Because yeah. I thought we may have forgotten to tell you no, by, no, no, by, no. by the behavior <laughs> of some of that. But no, everything was loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. and then I was, you were like, no, we told him all that. And I said, okay, good. I just wanted to make sure they yeah. were just totally disregarded. I went as far <laughs> in the training, Rick, to yeah. tell them that people were going to disregard it. Yeah. Right. Well, you have to be prepared yeah. for that. Walk right into the TV show. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but that, that, that was funny because I was I was ready to go because we hadn't talked about that. We need to. You're like, no, no, we did exactly that. We knew what to do, and we did it. They're just disregarded. Regarding it, I said, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's uh, that. That's with, people. That well, you know what? It's it's all about. Uh, you got to be able to work with all kinds of people. Are you going to have a fun senior year, or you got a lot of work to do too? I wouldn't categorize it as a lot. I, do, I mean, I have a bit of a juggle between classes and work, but it'll be fun. I'm hoping to take a trip up to Nashville to visit Kennedy at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Then we go to soccer or uh, Millie Vanilli. Right, you have to say yeah. that the, the, the I know, nobody <laughs> Yeah, we, we had to think. Who, who no, I know, somebody who? asked me who my name was before. I said Kate, and so, oh, boom, boom, bazooka, that's me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So did you, did you, so is that a friendship that was made here, or did you know each other before? No, we, no, we met each other here. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So you got all the interns getting along pretty good? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Okay. If you're yeah, I'd like it, to see her play soccer sometimes. Somebody have, have to too. tell me what I'm watching. But. Yeah. You know, yeah, really follow <laughs> I know when the ball goes in the net, it's yeah, a big yeah. deal. If, if it goes, goes in there one time, the oh, game's over, apparently. Well, they, <laughs> they celebrate like they just <laughs> did a walk-off. Uh, well, Boom Boom Bazooka, there you go. Fly away from the nest, Rick and Bubba University. You got your T-shirt on today. You're an alumni now. I am. And you have your degree in common sense. It will serve you well, and it is now superpower. So we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. feedback on this the other day on your favorite Leonard Skinner song after we found out uh, friend Damon Johnson now playing with Skinner. Uh, but um, here's an interesting story today. Uh, a beer a day keeps the doctor away. Well, Rick, we Greg's been begging us to cover this <clears throat> yes. all morning. I, I can't tell you how many uh, times this morning it's been pushed over into the top of my pile. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it's it's kind of like Speedy, anything that has to do with fat people. He puts <laughs> all there. right. A beer a day keeps the doctor away. Drinking six pints a week decreases the risk of heart attack, stroke, angina, 
or death among those with cardiovascular disease study <laughs> finds. Uh, <laughs> study well, thank, well, thank study put on by Coors. Yeah, good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my course. I mean, come on, people. What? I mean, this thing, they're saying it well, does everything but cure cancer. It's uh, London. When I heard pine, I knew it was yeah. coming out of London. You knew it was a farm. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, think about how many babies you know they've had a heart attack, stroke. Right. Uh, yeah. But anyway, the. Um, so uh, it, it says that 105 grams of alcohol per week. Uh, so that's about 13, like you said, Bubba, in the United Kingdom, what they call a unit of, of, of a pint, I guess. Uh, they do not. How many cans is that, Greg? You know, I don't uh, know about the old pine. I'm, I'm not good at all that measuring. <laughs> do you? Do you, <laughs> down, down, down. you, you, you do you measure by empty cans. <laughs> you, you, all right. Do you realize that they have to put in the story that this is the times we're living in? I love what Speedy said a minute ago. He said all, all, all channels, all news channels except for Fox News <laughs> can be referred to as the COVID or the January 9th channel. Six, uh, yeah. January 6th. <laughs> You're so but, on that. But they put at the bottom here, they do not, they not, do not advise people with COVID to start boozing. Yeah, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, they said, uh, just so <laughs> six pints of medium strength beer are just over a bottle of wine a week. Is that medium right? Am strength, I reading that? Medium. What? What does that mean, medium strength? Because Greg, you've had to educate no us. They have our, on all different this. alcohol levels. Really, no, I have no idea. So now, what? Uh, you, you, I'm not an expert, Bubba. I mean, come on. Well, you you explain to us your utility beers versus uh, your uh, your different. Fun. <laughs> yeah, they got the ones you'll see at a NASCAR race, and then the ones that you want. <laughs> did, you, did, did, did you? That's good. Did mm-hmm. you ever? Because I, I I know people that that enjoy and enjoy beer. I, I I you know I, I had to put beer behind me. You know, beer beer wasn't good to me, and um, but but is but the people that that go do these craft, oh, they yeah. go to these yeah, that's they, that, that, fancy be, stuff. that became all the craze where they go around. Yeah, to that's these, a hotty toddy. Is this the micro breweries and stuff? Yeah, that's the hotty toddy. Is that, those is that things those really things? those things really got popular? Huh? Oh, still, yeah. Let me let me ask you this because you know this. Everybody that, has their own recipe, one? their own blend. But you what's know that how you, local one down here? <laughs> good you. people, good people. I don't know. And there's another. There's. Cobb, there's a bunch of them. But you, but you know that you 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 speak truth into, into as good as anybody I've ever heard. I just because I've learned from you, you know, being my little baby brother. Does it seem to you though that it's probably likely that people don't really like those things? They just pretend to do because they think it's short. Yeah, it's a status. Like yeah. like somehow this really is different than the uh, Coors Light. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I'm a high I, gravity guy. Yeah, like they, but they when you one of those things where somebody pretends to be into it because they think mm-hmm. it's mod. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what that micro brewery. Like thing. when people claim they like the Beatles, but they really don't. They <laughs> think they're supposed to. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It feels. If, that if way. you're a musician, it you gotta like, act like you like the. Beatles. It feels that way to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's. I'm supposed to think it's awesome. Yeah. 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 But when nobody's looking, they get a Bud Light. And if you want a little more alcohol content, Bud Ice. Did you know that? No, no, Greg, I didn't know that. Back to what Bubba said. Thank you, I was listening to something other day, never breaking that down. I didn't realize that. Get your beer podcast you're listening to. Um, It was Dale Jr. How much alcohol is usually usually in a a beer? Did you hear normal strength? Uh, Did you hear what podcast Greg listens to? He listens to Dale Jr.'s podcast. (laughs) Yeah, he does. I'm telling you, there are people right now going, he's my spirit animal, and they're talking about you. Spirit animal? I did hear that on Dale Jr. They were talking about that. I didn't realize there's different levels and all that. I, I was just told by one of the Cubans they think I'm Cuban. <laughs> I think they they're my spirit animal. Well, you never um, know. Right, that's, not, that's possible. So, uh, is, is there a type called American wheat? 
Is that a? Is that a? Uh, did I you, don't know. Have you seen this periodic table of beer styles? That one? Uh, there, there, it, it's, con, it's scientific. <laughs> I can't say. Yeah, you go. There's a lot. Of, I, and <laughs> you don't act like that. I'm like, so like I'm a periodic table. I'm not an expert. <laughs> no, you're. But I mean, no. you're, you're the best thing we got. Yeah. But, so, but you're right. People try to be sharp. And I get them. Well, you've taught well, me to look for that and everything now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't know there was this many types. I guess people think they're sharp. You know what's making a comeback? You know what's making a comeback? PBR. Old Paps Blue Ribbon. No way. You're seeing it around? No way. Just saying. Now, do, you, do you like the dark ales? Or you, what, Absolutely Now, not. what would be classified Guinness. as a dark ale? Mm-hmm. Guinness. Mm. Quick. Mm-hmm. That was quick. And that's a big one from over in London, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boy, he went to that quick. Yeah, boy, I'm telling you. Is that like an English pale brown? Ale. Would that also fall yeah. under that category? Mm-hmm. Pale ale would be yeah. More, if you but you don't know. Anything. What about the more bitter? I mean, some That's of them. the dark ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good night. Couldn't even get it. But you don't know anything about it. <laughs> 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 I was listening to Dale Jr. What, what about what, when they say dry <laughs> style? Now that, that I, I, they're out of my league. Like talking to the Stevie Hawking of beer. <laughs> That's like, no. That's like, what, what, hey, here's, now here's one, Rick, Rick, Rick. This guy. Right here can tell you about all the fancy ones. Well, and he thinks uh, he's supposed to like it. Yeah. I know, hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 People that listen to the Beatles and, and enjoy a delicious IPA are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Right, Adler. Right. What, what, what a hipster idiot person that would be. Right, guys? <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> So, Greg, how would you, how do you define like a brown porter? What I don't know mean? about I, any of that. I don't. You don't know, so answer. I don't. I, I, I swear. a German pilsner? Is that- um, all I know is that a Miller Lite is a fine pilsner's beer. And the only reason I know that because it says it on the can. <laughs> A fine pilsner. That's, that's, like that's a good place to get your beer fast. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's like asking me what it says right here. It's right, right. in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so no, no, no. no. You don't know. No, you don't know. You just know you're guessing probably half of this. Come on now. Yeah. Now, if you if you say premium, what does that, I mean? What what mm. would fall into the American premium? What would that mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe ultra. I don't know. I don't know. Greg, don't act like don't. you don't know now just because we've opened it up. I don't know what a up. premium is. Bush? You're talking about just a regular bush? <laughs> you can't help it. You, you want to just say <laughs> I don't think you would use the word premium in that. In the same nah. sense. That, that was a joke. Right, right. I know. Yeah, it was. Look, but you don't know. A, no, you, I, mean, I don't know nothing. I know, I know like the entry levels or the natty lights and the back <laughs> when we were growing up. Listen, back when we were growing up, the Sterling, Alabama Big Mouth. Remember them? <laughs> <laughs> Sterling and the Alabama Big Mouth Doug. <laughs> yes. And so from there, where? Hams. <laughs> Milwaukee's best. Yes. Oh, yes. If you got a little bit of money, what are you walking around with? You got a little money? Um, ultra, probably now. Everybody thinks they're sharp with Michelob Ultra. They act like that's a healthy beer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Like Bubba and his M&M's. Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. We're back 35 minutes past the hour. For 40 days. Last-
come back, candidco.com slash Bubba. Go there. Uh, if you've got uh, teeth that need to be straightened, uh, you do not want to deal with a general dentist. That's not their area of expertise. Uh, you need to be dealing with an orthodontist. Now, there's some people, uh, they got aligners, and they try to compete with our friends at candidco.com slash Bubba. Careful. Uh, they'll be using general dentist, and, and that's uh, that's Warning. not their expert. That you don't want that. Warning. Uh, with candidco.com slash Bubba, they only work with orthodontists. Big difference, uh, and they make sure the same licensed orthodontist, who's an expert in tooth movement, uh, who created your plan, is with you from the start to the finish. Uh, now the average treatment's about six months, uh, but you'll start seeing results before then. And with your aligner treatment, you also get. Uh, candidco.com slash Bubba, you get a teeth whitening absolutely free if you use that URL. Candidco.com slash Bubba and use the code Bubba. $75 off the starter kit, and you get a teeth whitening kit for free. That's candidco.com slash Bubba. These aligners are practically invisible. They're very comfortable, and you can do this from the comfort of your home, or if you want to go to one of their studios, you can do that too. Candidco.com slash Bubba, or go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find them right there under the sponsors button. To the phones we go. Jacob is standing by in Auburn, Alabama. If you want to get in, you can at eight six six. We be big. Uh, Jacob, go ahead. Hello. Hey, Jacob. You're on the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, I just want to clarify, help you out with a the beer that y'all are talking about. Um, the stouts are usually coffee based. Ooh. With a little oatmeal, some chocolate, and what? you can also have Ain't them no in bourbon barrels. My goodness, I, I want somebody would be ordering a beer, not Ovaltine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what what are we talking about? <laughs> Cho- he said uh, chocolate. Yes, and then hey, oatmeal. Greg, he said oatmeal. See, people pretend to like that. They don't really like that. <laughs> they don't mean it. Yeah, I mean, they don't mean, uh, it. They don't mean it. Y'all I mean, think it's with the younger younger crowd, yeah, the hipsters, still popular. Are, uh, hipsters. <laughs> they probably have to have one because they're anxious about something. What about an elephant's foot? You ever heard of that one? Mm-hmm. What? Elephant's foot. Yeah, great. Don't, don't, <laughs> He's don't, showing out Don't now. dive too deep. That's a joke. Don't talk above people's heads. <laughs> don't talk above people's heads. <laughs> keep, it, keep it in layman's terms. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk down to it. Okay. Uh, John, welcome to Rick and Bubba Gadsden, Z93. Go ahead. Lines are available what? for you if you want to get in. What's up, guys? Good morning to you. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. Bob, I wanted to give you an update. I called you a couple of weeks ago. I told you I was going to get my knee replaced. So I'm two weeks out, and uh, right now I'm sitting on my porch rocking. So here's what I want to tell you. Uh, one thing they did say, do not compare yourself to others. But I want to tell you the pain that I had before is gone. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. What so, about new pain? Okay. okay, I'm getting to that. The new pain, of course... Is the uh, is the rehab pain? That's that's and so um, it, it was done by a robot. It was uh, okay. Zimmer was the name of the knee that was put in, and this is crazy, guys. I don't have staples. I don't have sutures. I have a thing that looks like a zip line tied both sides. It looks like a zipper. It's called zip line, and uh, it's crazy looking. But I, let me say, let me just say this. I'm glad I did it. I'm still two weeks out, but I'm glad I did it. Bubba. Well, Bubba needs so. to get this done. Go and get them both while you're yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Do you need them both? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, I do. Yeah, Every I, time I get close to doing it, mysteriously, they start feeling better. I bet. 
Oh, he, look, he's sitting there fine. Said the robot, you did a good job. Yeah. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. That was the key. Well, I mean, you know, it, everything's going to have a little. How about that zip line? You, what, what's worse, recovery or how you feel right now? You don't well, know. That's, that's, that, that's the give and take. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I'm, I'm all right for right now. Are you? Yep. You got that elevator. You ought to seen the guy's face happen. When I was in Decatur, when, when I was in Decatur, some of your tennis bunch came up to me. From up there. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they, they all were part. Remember that guy, that older guy that beat you, and you said he owned you, and you were on the air talking. <laughs> oh about yeah, him. and he had yeah. artificial. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, It was all was he his, there. It was all his bunch. Now he's yeah. not doing well, by the way. Uh, it, it was all his bunch there. Now would be the time to play him. Yeah, it would. I mean, he, like, he like walked well, across Tennessee one time or something. You I mean, could, he was you, crazy. You, you could crazy beat, exercise. You, you could beat him. Now. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I know. I know. But we're not. Can y'all please, guys? James. We're not in the kitchen. No, we're oh, not. Right. We're on air. That's right. <laughs> Actually, in Huntsville. I just hate for Bubba yeah. to miss an opportunity. But what, but what I'm right. saying is, well, you remember that time when I needed to kind of get get some confidence back, mm-hmm. and I raced a guy that just came out of chemotherapy. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, he's not. Sadly, he's not doing good, and I'm not either. So I haven't gained any advantage. Well, if you'd have seen their face and. This is gonna hurt y'all. I, they said, "Hey, they came up and they said, hey, is Bubba still playing tennis?'" And I said, "No, he's not. He really can't anymore." And their faces, they're like, "Oh man, it's almost like the community of tennis is let down." Oh no, no, Rick, I play. And that's true. I'm not exaggerating. No, not exaggerating at all. I've got some buddies. There's probably twenty or thirty of us that try to get together every other weekend here in town and mm-hmm. play. And I don't go a weekend without hearing someone different ask me about Bubba. When's he playing again? Why is he not playing? How's he doing? Bubba. And uh, the tennis community is just. Uh, I heard John McEnroe mention it. I, I, I literally, saw, I literally saw sad faces. <laughs> no, I, like have, I have too. Count I have too. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, down, down yeah. You're the melted face. <laughs> I have people, Rick, come up to me in Rome, Georgia, mm-hmm. at a tennis tournament where my kids are playing in, and ask about Bubba. I had a guy ask me about it at Million Island. I'll, listen, I'll go this far with it. I will be in Dothan this weekend twice in the at, a, at my kids' tournament, and I will be asked at least twice why Bubba's not playing Please. tennis. And I'll be honest, I saw him going on his way back to that pickleball incident. That was yeah. it. You, that, you, you, you took, were headed back. You took a step back. Got, yeah. got bit. Well, he, he made it like five minutes into the game. <laughs> he did. Bubba, you that really was, should be enjoying playing That right was a now. disturbing day. What did Bubba always say about uh, tennis? It's something you can play. <laughs> And for a lifetime. For a lifetime. Yeah. Apparently not. You're in your 50s. And pickleball took him out. Well, I was glad. Come on. Let me tell you what I was glad of. I was thankful because, you remember, we all we all evolve into one person. This show, mm-hmm. to a lot of people, is just one human being. <laughs> it's, it's not multiple human beings. And so we, we, we always are blended yeah. together. And I'd already really let down a ham guy. Really. And I, I was <laughs> not like, a ham and a tennis guy. No, a ham guy came up and said, Hey, you the one does ham, won't you? And I said, No, I'm sorry. Great. Literally, he literally just went, Oh, and turned around walked. and walked off. And, and so when the tennis people came up, at least they knew that I wasn't the tennis guy. Yeah. I was afraid they were going to oh, think that. Right. I'm like, well, I'm about to go over two. Well, I, I get asked all the time how my dad coached Burgess. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> to the, you know, in the first few times, they've morphed us into it, one then person. You just go, Oh, he's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they morphed us into one person. Have we up? I got in a deep conversation about Lawson State the other day, and I just went with it. Have we motivated you or upset you? Uh, neither, neither. Neither. There was a, mm-hmm. just a tinge of sadness. What it? Can I ask you uh, this? Oh, I, I wish, I wish I was playing. I miss going and competing. I miss the tournaments. I don't miss the pain. Mm-hmm. You miss the pedia light. Mm-hmm. Can I ask? Oh, can I ask you a question? Serious question. Okay. But you know what? If he took away the pain, you might have missed the dance. Speedy just mentioned the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is the time frame that's worth you to? That guy said he's in two weeks. Is it six months recovery? Is it two month recovery? Oh, what are you like, talking about what? knees? Bionic knee. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't worried about it right now. I got too many we too many other are things. Are the robots? <laughs> Speaking I'm of that, sorry, you, Bobby, I can't I, believe you hadn't brought this up. Have you seen that robot that's shooting the basketball yes. at the Olympics? 
No, Pretty he's impressive. Hitting half court oh, shots yeah. and everything. He hits it every time. Every right time. He's, right like, he's like swish. Because a little takes him a long time. Or just a fake see, video, but it's see, I think I think when you get that, you can then you can actually study the shot because you can repeat it over and over and yeah. learn. Look, look at it. it. Boom! Wow! Take Nothing that. but net. That's awesome. That's Steph Curry in a suit. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it shoots like a real person. It it's not like a canapult. That should scare us all. That's yeah, all fun and games too. Starts yeah. killing us and taking us slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please look at that. Till he says, "I'll give you a ride." That looks like that Will Smith. Oh, he's backing up. Was he going to half court? Yeah, Rick. This is a lot more half court shot. This is a lot more independent than I thought. Hello, I'm Todd Jones. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. Look, half court. Now it takes him a second. He's a little he slow. Why right. is he so slow? Was he calculating the shot? Uh, so you probably. can go ahead and knock the ball out of his hand by now. Bam. <laughs> wow. That, that is amazing, by the way. I have not seen that. That's <laughs> awesome. All right, we'll come back. Phone calls wrapping up the hour. So if you're on hold, hang in there. 866, we be big as the number. We'll wrap it up. Say hello to the golden ticket seats. Find out what's on your mind as we wrap up this hour. Comments, questions, bringing information to the table. Not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Information, questions, comments only, please. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Got lines available if you want to dial up now. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Intro to wrap up the hour. 866, we be big to join us, and there are lines available for you. Uh, we have, I think we have someone in there. Uh-oh, somebody shut it down a little early. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll take your phone calls as they come in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. But first, golden ticket seats. I got a ticket. Hello to the golden ticket seats. Ilana Gonzalez. Ilana is in the golden ticket seats today. Uh, she is there with Jose Gonzalez. Raul Alonzo, Paul and Kara Sane. Welcome here. Also, uh, Marilyn Alonzo, Marilyn, uh, Cannon and Danielle. McInvale? McInvale? How you say that? McInvale. McInvale. McInvale's in the house. How about Cannon's got his uh, Jesus Loves You and I'm Trying shirt on from rickandbubba.com. Thank you guys for being here today and being in our golden ticket seats. And everybody takes home a pound of delicious BuzzBox coffee. Take it home with you. Uh, we got a little link there, and they uh, send that right to you. If you'd like to get a free pound of BuzzBox coffee, uh, it comes from the greatest coffee makers all over the world. And uh, we help them to get their market uh, into uh, uh, to the people who want it and teach them free trade and capitalism. They've got the environment to make delicious coffee. We demand that it be top 1% Arabica. And, man, you'll love this delicious coffee. If you'd like to get a free pound of it, try it. You can by going to rickandbubba.com and clicking on Sponsors. And then 10% of all coffee sales, and we ship it right to your door, uh, goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Uh, let's start uh, with Brian and Florence listening to W-L-A-Y. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, let's go. Brian, what's on your mind? Morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. About it. Uh, I heard the guys talking in the first hour about their streaming service, and I'm trying to get away from the dish and getting into the streaming. 
and was wondering what's the best one to watch, like the Atlanta Braves, and then in the fall watching the Alabama Crimson Tide. A road tag. A road. AT&T has a streaming service, and they're the only ones currently that offers the family of Bally Sports, which gives you the Braves, Grizzlies, uh, Hawks. And so uh, email me, helmsatrickandbubba.com. What about the Tide? The Tide, you're going to get with any of them. Okay. But uh, Braves specifically, Bally Sports is, is AT&T. What does AT&T call theirs? AT&T Streaming. Okay. Well, see, that's it's a, it's, simple. It's, uh, simple. It's month to month, no contract. So where are you at Starting, now? Stop I know at you... AT&T Streaming. Okay. You, and then I've got YouTube TV? Yes. Been out of, I've, I've left them when they left the Fox Sports, Bally Sports uh, deal. A lot of and, Bally talk. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's their new name. Yeah. Valley Sports like is, is the new Fox uh, I don't like that Sports name. Southeast. The, uh, yeah. I don't that's like the, that name. Isn't that the yeah. casino bunch? It is. It's the exact same they own a lot. Also, ESPN Plus, they cover all the SEC football games. Adam and Montgomery, I-92. Or do you have to It's have an ESPN. add-on. Yeah, it's four ninety nine. about to go to six ninety nine a month. Unless you have ESPN in your like, direct TV. Thank you, Greg, for a chime. Thank you. You get a chime on that. Thank you. Adam, go ahead. I-92. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, um, talking about Tucker Carlson earlier, uh, you know, I'm not a very tribal person. Whatever tribe you land in, I like Tucker, but I think it's ironic that uh, he was approached in front of his little girl uh, by that guy. I don't agree with it, but earlier, about two months ago on his show, he called for people to uh, approach uh, parents that had kids with masks and tell them that they were child abusers, and that was on his show. Y'all can- well, then he got a little dose of his own medicine. Then, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that, but that's yeah, that is ironic. If uh, if what you say is true, and I'm I'm not doubting that it is. Uh, so great point, Brad in Alabama. Brad, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, about Greg's uh, elephant foot beer. Uh, back in two thousand five, when I was stationed in Germany, my wife and I took a trip up to Romo, Denmark, and we actually drank some elephant beer. Wow! And it was it, it was it was pretty good beer. Is that the one made from elephant dung? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I certainly hope not. Well, I mean, because, you know, they, it is used for various things. Uh, uh, say what you've started, Greg. Uh, that's Thanks, buddy. Just an inside joke. Uh, let's go to Andrew Hattiesburg. Andrew, go ahead. 30 seconds. How are you, buddy? Hey, guys. I was just thinking how different it is today versus like 20 years ago when the Dixie Chicks uh, talked out about George W. I mean, the backlash they got. Yep. Compared to what we hear nowadays, it's just nine days. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, Dixie Chicks right now, when they team? when they see the U.S. women's soccer team kneeling, you know, in another country against their own national anthem, the Dixie Chicks have to be saying, "Hey guys, what? Yeah. What? Wait, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> uh, that'd be the Chicks, not the Dixie Chicks. We're yeah. we're correct. Oh, now. that's right. They've yeah, dropped yeah, the Dixie. Right. You're right. Yeah. But, well, there's um, just all kind of problems with that, and that's why we got just a cup instead of a Dixie yeah. cup. <laughs> Breaking news. Oklahoma and Texas have formally notified the SEC of a membership request in 2025. So well, the boxes are being checked in order. Uh, did not renew with the Big 12. Now the official uh, inquiry into membership into the SEC. So the rumors all along were true. Yeah, back when everybody was saying, don't listen out. to a bunch of rumors, unless, of course, they're true. How they can, say can I say this? Don't listen to it, a bunch of rumors. Anonymous rumors. They say this was going on behind the scenes for about six months. Mm-hmm. Hey, they kept a secret, and they that's did. the only secret I've heard kept in a long time. You're mm-hmm. right. Until they were ready to announce it. <laughs> so <laughs> now the SEC has received the formal uh, request to join the SEC, Oklahoma yeah. and Texas. There it is. It's on. 
Uh, let's hmm. go to three fourths of the SEC fourteen member schools have to uh, agree to extend an invitation, and that's important. It doesn't have to be unanimous. That's right. Eleven of fourteen, and I think this time well, they'll yeah, let yeah. them in without the unanimous vote because they're not going to get a unanimous, unanimous vote. Yeah, I can tell you one. There's some promises. Yeah, because there's one vote going against. <laughs> yeah. uh, there may be more than one. There may be more. Aggies. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Surely they have done a straw poll before they yeah, you're go this right. far. Brady in Alabama. Brady, 30 seconds. Go. How are Jimbo Fisher's cussing? <laughs> or celebrating. Uh, Brady, go ahead. Um, I was just wondering, how do y'all feel about them kids with all them stupid trucks and squatted ones? What? Stupid what? The what now? What kids with trucks. The squatted trucks. They just lift the front end and they look oh, like a dog dragging yeah. their butt. Yeah, that's the new thing now. I've heard never, this has been awesome. asked to us before, I believe. The hydraulic no, trucks? No. no, no. This is the new thing where they lift the front and the back's low. Yeah. And so they, they come well, like Can they, they adjust like it, though, right? I mean, like Bubba's Some of pontoon? them, I think you can. But pretty much. Them this is, so yeah, that's that's, that's different. something different. That's so Hopping's out. Yeah. So that's all. Well, yeah, you basically drive it like you're doing a wheelie. I'm can a they happy, see? Happy, happy dog. I don't know how. Can they see out of it? <laughs> I've seen that video. Yeah. God, yeah. It's so funny. You have some that are, when I watch aren't it. as drastic as others. Like that one's not too bad. But then you have some. Like where it looks truck. like they're looking up at the <laughs> sky when they're driving. How are they going to see the turn? I'm thinking I about like getting this. me a truck and doing that. Uh, let's go I'm to. Get me junker and do it. I'm kidding, bro. Stanley, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Stanley? Hello? Stanley, you're on, buddy. Hey, all right, guys, we got 38 days till college football kickoff, and I just want to know real quick, who do y'all think is going to go to the national championship? Well, I know we got 38 days till it starts, but where well, do y'all want to go ahead and call for a national championship? Well, let, me, let me take you a couple of guesses here, just blind guesses. <laughs> Alabama Clemson will be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and well, I mean, if we have our season. I got mine. Mississippi State. That's right. Mike Leach, hell, second year. And they may shut it down. Well, there's that. Well, they some of them played last year. They'll play anytime. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with Stanley. Hey, Anybody, made, anybody's yeah, counting. Tell him you know me. Anybody counting thirty eight days? You know I'm not I want to know what the rest of his day looks like. Hey, hey, rest. Hey, if we, I bet I know his pick for number one. Yes. Natty Champ, baby. Yes, sir. Hey, Rotate. Pretty good chance Oklahoma will be in it too. They usually are. Yeah, and then they, they look at the odds. Did they give up forty-five points? They could never play defense. Get beat forty-five, forty-three. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so true. Top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.